And welcome back to another episode of Just Live. I'm Drea. And I'm Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Hey, Dre girl. <laughs> so we are back with another episode. We are on our string of entrepreneurship. And today we have the beautiful Shay Lynn with us. Hey, today. girl. Hey. Good introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, everyone. You're welcome. So Shay, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background <laughs> info, right? So we've known each other since we was in our mama's wombs. This is factual. Actual yes. and factual. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. we're a couple months apart. Yeah, yeah. Yes, about a couple months Just apart. Just a season. Yeah, <laughs> so we've known each other literally since we were babies. Um, and we've got to be kind of in and out of each other's lives to see each other grow up, kind of have some of our first together. We mm-hmm. used to get in trouble as kids Absolutely. together. Um, Not getting in trouble. Uh, yeah, playing in the water <laughs> holes in the front of the house, coming in the house with the clothes all wet, mm-hmm. um, all that Dre good used stuff. used to call me when she wanted to run away. Running <laughs> away? I Not, did. I got my backpack. <laughs> I was just about to say, not having her backpack. No, I was ready At to like go. At like eight years old. I was ready to go because Penny was getting on my nerves. Carry on though, carry on. <laughs> getting on my nerves. So it is, it is, it's an honor to, to see um, just how, how you've grown. Thank you. It's, Likewise. It is, it's a beautiful thing. So. Um, we're going to get started on all our questions because we were really excited to have you today. I'm excited to be in the hot seat because <laughs> I, I used to podcast. I shouldn't say it like it was so long ago, but yeah. I used to talk to other people. So to be interviewed, it's like, okay, let's, let's see. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. we lit, excited. we lit. Right, right. So for those who don't know who you are, Shay, tell us what you do. Too much. Too much, <laughs> a lot of everything, and that's the problem. I'm trying to work on that in my life. Uh-huh. But um, what I'm currently known for, I have two main businesses that I'm known mm-hmm. for: a glow event styling, which is a service based business, and paper standards, which is a product based business. Um, love them both the same. They each have their own challenges, but mm-hmm. their own benefits. So I can pretty much talk about all topics because I work in the service industry where you're kind of dealing with people frequently. And then I work in the product industry where I'm kind of creating things from my heart and my imagination and putting them out to the world. So I just have a lot of different perspectives to provide when it comes to business. And I've been like a, I've basically been an entrepreneur my whole life. I sold I mix, heard. mix CDs. <laughs> We're not telling I you heard. I gave her the backdrop. <laughs> Dre was telling me, like, you've always had, like, this always. ambition about you. Yeah. And so, wow, that's it's awesome. It's something that I, I can't escape. So it's like I might as well put it into productive, actual, real-life businesses because it's, all, it's just in me. I can't get rid of it. So here I am. <laughs> well, we're excited to hear more, to learn more, and take tips. Thank yeah. you. So that kind of leads us into where we wanted to go next because I was sharing with her literally. So, you know, like a lot of kids, they do kind of the same things as you're growing up. But it was really different watching like <laughs> you like hustle. I, I am really a hustler. Like, when no, I stop, for real. When I stop think about it. Like I know that word kind of has like negative connotation and yeah. it's related to some other things. But yeah. it's like if I want to do it, I'm going to get it done. And yeah. it's just that. That's, yeah. that's it. So. Yeah. And I've seen, so I saw that when we were kids. Like, <laughs> hey, Dad, I ain't never thought of selling nobody no CDs. No, I'm trying like, to monetize everything. <laughs> like, I got old stuff in my room I want to get rid of. Who can I sell it to? Yeah, yeah. I remember getting in trouble in the fifth grade because I bet on like a UConn basketball game against some boys in my class. And Ooh, I had not a, gambling. Yes, gambling. Not gambling in I the fifth a, grade. Yes, I had a shoe box with like dollar bills. And my mother said, what is this? No. So I, was like, I was like, I want to bet. 
like she was oh no Brick, take this back like so yeah like I, and it, it's funny because even with my businesses I'm not even profit driven I think I just like providing things to people and I like yeah. experiences and I like being creative it's not even like like I, I mean my businesses are not at the point where they need to be financially to be completely honest I just yeah. enjoy doing things I enjoy getting my ideas out of my head and into the world so. yeah that's awesome we talked about that too so having the passion to do what you do right. mm-hmm. like you're loving it it's not just all about the money so right. that's great to hear mm-hmm. at what age would you say it started so the story that I always tell is um, about my uncle being a college student. Mm-hmm. And for various reasons, he did not want to type his papers. So he would <laughs> lay in the bed. And he. Would, this is back when my grandparents had like Mavis Beacon teachers typing. So if you're, oh, wow. if you're, if you're our age, then you know what I'm talking I about. I remember but, Mavis mm-hmm. Beacon. Yeah, that's how I learned to Forgive type me, I don't know what that and is. Oh, see, slightly it's, it's younger. It's a little bit old. But <laughs> slightly it younger. A, it was a computerized digital program with a yep. black woman. And she yep. taught you how to type. And yeah. How to type quickly and type accurately. Yeah. So he was sitting in his bed. He actually had, because he, like I said, it was for various reasons. But he actually had a dictation machine where he had like these headphones and he would talking to it and it was yeah. for him mm-hmm. but I became his dictation machine so he would lay in his bed and I would sit at the computer and I would oh, type the papers wow. for him and we, wow. had, we had an arrangement okay so when I do this paper you owe me $20 by this date and oh, I remember wow. one time he did not pay me he did not pay me oh, and I, I told my, my grandmother <laughs> and I went on that same computer and I typed up a letter that said what he owed me what day he owed me and I tacked it to his door and that, that's the story that I always tell because I was on my I was on my, you know, take me serious from then wow. at like eight, eight or nine years old. So, yeah, I, I've wow. been doing this my whole life. <laughs> wow. Not run me my coin. Yeah, I, I'm well, you get no paper. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm going to email your professor if you don't pay right. me. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, can you remember at any point it being like instilled in you? So, I can't remember, and it's no slight to my mom, mm-hmm. I can't. Like being a business owner was something we didn't see or we talked about or it was like unheard of. So can you remember at any point it being instilled in you or somebody saying to you, like, you know, you ain't got to work. Right. It's funny because that wasn't nice. (laughs) It's true, though. (laughs) I do think about that often. And Mm -hmm. even when I reflect on childhood, I would say the only entrepreneurs that I saw, and it probably will like trigger this for you, that this is the primary entrepreneur that we saw, black women that own hair salons. Ah. But at the time, it wasn't clicking for me. Like, oh, this person is their yeah, own boss. Yeah. There was no other, you know, my grandfather Sex. drove trucks until he retired. My yeah. mother was a phlebotomist. I saw right, my mother, right. she had like a certain hustle about her as far as getting things done and getting what she wanted. But I didn't see any one person where it was like, they yeah. manage their own day to day. It was like go to school or learn right, something right, and right. get a job and get paid for it. So I don't know where it comes from, but I mean, you know, I have a, a deeper thing. I just to be completely honest and transparent, this is the, probably the first time I'm saying this in like a public space. I don't know my biological father. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a piece of me that I just yeah. don't know about, but I don't know where it comes from. I don't believe that I saw that as a child, but seeing the black women have like hair salons and run hair salons, when yeah. I think about it, that, that would probably be the first actual physical space where it was okay this woman has her own business oh, or wow. even like because you know like we like alfonso back in the day yeah Fish had the she had like a little nail table so she yeah, technically yeah, yeah. Was, she might have been paying rent to him but she was her she own was boss. Her, yeah yeah so seeing little things like that i don't think i don't think those things triggered me to do it but those are the only examples that i can think of i didn't even think community. about that yeah, those are the, that's, that's like the primary thing right that we see for entrepreneurship right 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 black women so yeah 
And wow. now that I think about it, so LaDonna, mm-hmm. LaDonna had been doing hair for years. She right. used to be a hairdresser. She used to do my hair before right. it was time to go to school. We would go to her shop. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't her shop, but of course, like you were just saying about the nail tech, she paid her rent, but she was at that. Right. I don't well, remember. I guess even like Mona with childcare, because I used to go oh to her. Oh my god! I used to go to her home before school, and I, I don't know if it was, if she had it legitimized at that point, or if she was babysitting me <clears throat> but you know those type of things like hair salon child care those things that we kind of think of as just like community based services yeah. but these women were they were entrepreneurs I didn't even think that makes a lot of sense how am I 33 mm-hmm. I'm just <laughs> just now I'm, getting because that because I do think about that question often like where the heck did I get this from yeah. so it made me reflect yeah. like have I ever even seen anyone doing their own thing and those those are the things that I think of oh yeah. wow so you know my godmother <clears throat> She's done the daycare for decades, years. I mean, like <laughs> mm-hmm. forever. I can remember being a little girl going over there sometimes yeah. and some of the babies and stuff would still be there. I never even. Yeah. Her home was around the corner from my school. So she basically was my before school care. My mm-hmm. son went there um, when I wow. first went back to work. I had a, a family, a family referred like in-home sitter. But when that didn't work out, my son went to Ramona. She actually went back into the workforce, closed her business down, mm-hmm. and then came back to being an entrepreneur. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see how many people are starting businesses now in this day and age. And I hope that some of us get to that longevity point where our children will see that and notice that. For my son, because I'm I'm doing too much all the time, he sees yeah. all that. So he knows. Like, we talk about different, you know, you can do this or this. So um, I just hope that we get more examples of entrepreneurs. But I think we will because everyone... Even oh, if they go 2020, 2020, like it birthed some entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah, like sure. never before. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm a product of it. Oh, hello. So for yeah. Real. yeah. Wow. It's beautiful. I love it. It is. It just You're... gives more options. It's not mm-hmm. just saying that, you know, I don't like when people say, oh, a nine to five and you build on somebody else's dream. Different things for different folks. Like right. even when I some was people working, like that. Mm-hmm. even when I was working, I didn't feel like, okay, I have a career aspiration and eventually I want to be a manager and a supervisor. That's not my personality style. Yeah. Yeah. So that just didn't work for me. But there are people who flourish in their careers and they're, and if they don't do that, then we don't have an infrastructure. We need people right. to go to work. So right. 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 everybody got to do something different. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I agree with that. And I don't think I've ever been the type of person um, to aspire to be a supervisor. Like, yeah. I don't know. Thank you. I don't want to be in charge of y'all. No, I don't. <laughs> right. I want to go home at the end of the day. Right. right. And that's it. Yeah. Right. My right. supervisor was saying it to me like last month. He was like, you know, I, I only plan to be here a short while, so I'm going to need someone. <laughs> Sir? You better look in another direction. Pick somebody else. I'm not addressing this crowd. Right, pick somebody else. I'm, I'm, I'm not addressing this crowd. Wow. That ain't me. Yeah. So that actually made me think about something. Um, do you guys remember when B. Simone basically went and said, like, she don't want a man yes, yes, as yes. working like a nine to five? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you ladies feel about that? I didn't think that there was anything wrong with what she was saying in the context of people are attracted to people that are in similar lifestyles. Actors, mm-hmm. the actresses, athletes. You see a lot of male athletes with female athletes or even people, you know, relationships of the same sex. People that understand your lifestyle is going to be easier for you to navigate in a relationship. And I think that's mm-hmm. what she was getting across. But be- with the delivery, it came off, <clears throat> excuse me, as people who have a nine to five are lesser than. I don't think that's the case. 
if I think it would be really interesting because I did a podcast episode with my boyfriend, just hearing when you, it would be interesting to interview people who are in relationships, either two entrepreneurs or one mm. works and yeah. one job, just yeah. to get that, just to understand the lifestyle because my boyfriend is a creative as well. We've both been in a position where we're either working and doing our hustle or just hustling. Mm-hmm. So we, that's where we connect that. If I had someone who did work a nine to five, went to work every day and that was their schedule. They wouldn't understand me right. working my business part-time at night right. and having events all weekend. It would be like, yo, where are you at? Can you sit right. down? So right. it's just, it's right. a matter of your lifestyle meshing with them. I don't yeah. think it's a, I don't think she was trying to say it in a negative way, but it's, it's always delivery. So, and I thought about that because, um, you know, to each his own, mm-hmm. um, I am an entrepreneur. However, I like working as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do I aspire one day to be a full-time entrepreneur? Absolutely. Um, but I think it's your preference. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think... I mean, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, she's funny in general. She's hilarious. Yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought it was funny, but yeah. I don't... <clears throat> Like, I processed it a little bit more, and I definitely got an understanding of, you know, her, that's what she prefers, her preference. Yeah. And I get it. Like, to me, I took it as, okay, do we have a similar mindset? Like, she's at a certain place in her life, and she wants someone to match that, Mm -hmm. to have the same mindset, to kind of be on the same level level playing with her. So I get that. It's your mindset, and then it's also your physical space, because a lot of people clowned her when she said... You know, as an entrepreneur, I'm up at 3 a.m. <clears throat> Excuse me, ladies. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're fine. I'm up at 3 a.m., you know, talking with vendors and people clowned her like, you're just on Alibaba. But all jokes aside, that's <sighs> what time the people on Alibaba right, go away. Right, right, right. right. That's true. How you clowning me for trying to get my that's money? True. Like, right. that's, that's what time they're up. Yeah, so the that's people, true. The people that are not in it, they don't really understand. They don't, right. People don't understand the caveats to being an entrepreneur. And, how, and I, I kind of was talking about this on Instagram a couple weeks ago. And people took it as, oh, you blasting people. Because I'm a resourceful person, a lot of people seek me out for information. Mm-hmm. But it gets to be very robotic. So they're just, people are hitting me up. I could be on vacation with my child and people want me to plan some stuff for them. So it's like, you don't understand in my day to day because I don't necessarily show it. Yeah. How much I do in it. The amount of stuff I do in a day, it really blows my mind. I don't even know how I'm functioning right now. I do way too much stuff in a day. So I don't think people that are outside of it, when you, not to, again, I'm not trying to talk down on anybody that has Mm -hmm. a nine to five, but when you go to your nine to five and you clock out at five, it's kind of like, you know what you're doing throughout the day. Like it's very structured. structured. And that's a beautiful thing. Now, obviously some careers, lawyers, doctors, that may not be the case, but most people, your day is structured for an entrepreneur, especially if you have multiple things going on, you may Mm -hmm. have a business and you're doing a podcast and you're a parent and all these different things. There's no set schedule. You may get an idea or you want to execute it right there. I just had to cancel or reschedule two things that I have for tomorrow. Cause I was like, wow, this like I have too many dots on my calendar. I'm not going to be able to focus and commit to all ten of these things tomorrow. Yeah. Like something has to shift. So right. it's just a matter of our our day is not structured the same. The amount of stimulation that we face, yeah. like you said, when I get night, when that creativity hit, I'll be watching TV yeah. trying to unwind, and I'll hear something in a show, and it's like, oh, that would be a, a viral TikTok sound. I'm yeah. just like, turn your brain off. I'm like, I, <laughs> I can't. It's like, hard once you yeah. get going. It's hard yeah. to stop. I'm just in this oh, mode. Don't I know it? Because my phone be dinging at <laughs> two, three in the morning. Yeah, I'll be messaging so her at all hours. <laughs> Relationships and saying, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want a man that works a nine to five. It's even your your circle and your friends. Right. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur and being a creative in general, whether you've launched the business or not, it can be very isolating because everybody can't oh, relate yes. to yes. your schedule and your structure. I yeah. mean, that's anything that you're doing in your life, any goal that you're trying to accomplish is a lot of. I love to see it right now. Everybody's on top of the real estate and the investing. And yeah. The people yeah. that are locked in on that. 
there's the rest of us, or not saying the rest of us because everybody can invest, but we I can't specifically relate to someone who's sitting looking at stocks all day. Yeah, because yeah. they're so into investing. That's not right. that's not my jam. That's not my day to day. So right. they have you have to find friends, people in your relationships, everybody. Everything kind of has to mesh with that lifestyle that you whatever your goal is associated right. with. Yeah. And it has to be a level of respect. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really big on that too. Like we have to respect each other, our views, our preferences, and mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know, because I think it can translate to a person who prefers a nine to five right as opposed to a um a entrepreneur i can i think it can translate as like pipe dreams yeah that's mm. true it'll it'll that's come out true. like wow, i never i haven't thought about, about that. about that if you like so like a person that that prefers a nine to five maybe they prefer that because they know it's the consistency the yeah it's like guaranteed. i i know when my paycheck is coming i know i'm working from nine to five you like why are you that's now, and these hours is different. To be honest, there's a handful of people. It is pipe dreams. They don't follow through mm-hmm. with things. They don't mm-hmm. complete things. But like you're saying, I can see where it could be perceived as like you always doing something different. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What's going on? And you can never explain your vision to anyone mm-hmm. in full. So I mean, even even on that same topic. I think that you can benefit from someone who does. Maybe you, your spouse has a nine to five in marketing or manage project management, and they can and you teach put you that together. Yeah, right. business that yeah. are beneficial. So right. it's, it's really just a matter of hopefully you have that. Um, that what is what's the word? Oh my gosh, how did oh, I just chemistry? Hopefully you have that mm. chemistry with yeah. the person to begin with, and then your lifestyles yeah. are right. in, in harmony. But yeah, I think it can. I think any solid relationship can be done. But people just are attracted to people that can understand their lifestyle point blank period i'm not going all due respect i'm not going to go get in a relationship with someone that parties and does hard right. drugs all day i don't right I, I don't right that, that. no <laughs> that's not my lifestyle right 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 right, so, right 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 you see that in with religion right. everything it's right it's all categories you yeah just gotta find people hopefully you mesh and if you don't it's just gonna be more of a challenge yeah i was having right. a conversation with one of my male friends um and he was talking about like he had made a list of like what he wanted his ideal woman to be like. And he was like, have you done a list? And I said, yeah, I have I have a list of what I want my ideal man to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I showed him my list. He showed me his. And he was like, so on my list, I said, I want a man that's business minded. Mm-hmm. Um, because I understand if you it's nothing wrong with the nine to five. But like we're talking about, I understand how it can be perceived and what what issues and tensions it can bring up in your relationship. Absolutely. And so, so I want a man that's business-minded because that means he can understand me because I'm business-minded. Right. Um, and he was like, so you don't want no hard-working man? Who said that? That's not, <laughs> that's not what I <laughs> right, said. Right, right. That's and, not what I said. And even people that are in nine-to-fives, depending on what your trajectory is in your job, you may be having the same format as an entrepreneur. You're mm-hmm. just doing it under someone else. Yeah. I could have been an entrepreneur for 20 years, and then I just want to go be a consultant in the corporate world because mm-hmm. I have those skills. So it's definitely, it can be transferable whether you have a job or not. Right. Yeah. Right. So, on your IG, you mention unorthodox motivation. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for you? What does that mean? Uh, I'm laughing because I actually have, I just said I have a million things scheduled for tomorrow. I actually have to hit my friend up. But I have a, a business friend, and mm-hmm. I always think of her when I say this term because this is with most people that are close to me that, like, seek me out for advice or we just have conversations about what they have going on. Mm-hmm. I'm the person that's my... It's not tough love, but let's get straight to the point. Mm. Let's stop complaining about the problem. Yeah, what yeah, are we yeah. going to do to move Find forward? Find the solution. So perfect example, I have one friend who she has a business endeavor that she wanted to start. 
She wanted to go get a logo. Somebody told her her logo looks like mine. Our businesses have absolutely nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe the logos look like because they're like rose gold or something. But I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> anything, like, right, right, you right. You let this right. person tell you our logos look like, and now it's fried your brain, and now you won't get your logo. Like when I say unorthodox motivation, I mean do that shit now. I don't know if I can cuss on here. But, like, let yourself, baby. Right, 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 right. Let's stop. Let's stop talking about these all these roadblocks and yeah. people gonna think I'm copying this person and that's somebody did this already. Let's cut all that BS out. Mm-hmm. Right. You do what your plan is and move forward with it. So when I say unorthodox motivation, it's not you're not gonna come to me and get like. Oh, you can the do pat it. The on the back. It's yeah, 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 yeah. No, girl, what's the problem? You catch them. You got 20 minutes to complain about it, and then let's move on. Let's get a plan. I like, love I that, though. Plans. Wow. So yeah. so, yeah, it can come off. It, it it may rub some people the wrong way. Most of the people that I run into, they know that that's just my personality. For some mm-hmm. people, that may not be the style that works for me, and that's fine. Yeah. But I'm, a, I'm an aggressive motivator it's not a go-getter not, let's yeah. get it done if you don't say anything to me i won't say anything to you but once you invite me into the situation yeah i'm gonna speak i'm gonna speak the way I yeah speak right yeah right. let's let's get it emotional you've been talking about you've been talking about starting a dog walking business for two years you ain't walked the dog yet <laughs> right walk the dog like, right right i love I mean. that so that's that's what it means right. it's like don't don't come to me with the play play trying to be yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. like sympathy because i'm not i'm not gonna sympathize with I can't do Don't play with Shay. Okay. (laughs) Especially if the reason is because if the reason is outside forces that I can't, I can't relate to that. Even when I, a couple jobs ago, I had a supervisor that I love. She was very kind, sweet, but she had elevated from my similar position to a supervisor. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that always creates tension in the job place. And she would just be like, I don't want to do A, B, and C because people will say, and I used to say, say to her every time, who is people? What people? What are you talking about? Like, tell me the names of the people that's going to do something when you take this action. And she could never, it's just, you, oh, in your wow. mind, it's your yeah, brain yeah, telling yeah, you. Yeah, right. And you know, yeah. I, I struggle with anxiety, depression. I get it. I get all of that. But at the end of the day, you got to yoke yourself up and move forward. No, for sure. Because for sure. you just be sitting around all day. Oh, somebody's going to think I copied and da, da, da. Yeah. I can't I want to. I want to speak to that a little bit too, especially with like, everybody being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. now Mm. and I talk about this with certain people too so like and definitely give me your thoughts both of you guys but like um say you know two people are doing the same thing right oh so you know where did you get that from like can you you know Mm. share that and people Mm. are like when I tell you withholding so let me back it up let me let me let me right let me back it up a little bit more it's a hot topic or Mm. even when like Somebody's working at a job. Your job hiring? Nah. How do, <laughs> like, I don't understand that. And it's I'm sorry, like, I don't understand No, it's that. literally like, do you think I'm going to take your position? Right. Like, is it your position that if I was to interview, I would take your spot? Right. But I'm saying all of that to say, like, what are your thoughts around that? Because, you know... Everyone, we I think we're, and I, I was a person who didn't think I was creative at all. We all are mm-hmm. creative in our own ways. We all have something that we bring, right? And it's like, you're not the only person that's going to do that this. That can do yeah. that. Obviously, yeah. you know, think about your intentions and why you want to do something, of course. Right. But it's like, just tell me what you guys think about that. Because I feel like we shouldn't. I feel like that's us tearing each other down, right? Or like withholding certain things or... Um, or no, I'm the only person that could do it. And you know what I mean? I think it's a piece of... <laughs> I can't... I'm, I can't, I'm like bubbling right now. I, I, got can't, so much. I can't stand that. Like... And I said, I think we said it the other day. Like, it could be something as petty as like, Oh, I like your shoes. Where'd you get mm-hmm. those from? An exclusive plate. 
If you got a from finish line, just say that. Bye. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. So I, to me, it's a double-edged sword, especially when it comes to business. I am a sharer. If you, if as soon as you compliment me, it's coming with the source of where I got it from. I don't mm-hmm. even have to ask. Yeah. But when it comes to business, this is my rule. So for for one, you can kind of the based on your. Um, how good your radar is with people. I, I mm-hmm. feel like I have a good perception of people when I, mm-hmm. I, I don't overjudge, but I feel like you know you can tell when somebody's being yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. So first off, I'm gonna just decide in my mind: Are you being serious or not? I can only think of one time in my life where somebody directly asked me like where I got something business related, and I was like, I don't, I don't remember. But it's because it was the vibe that they was giving me, <laughs> and that's perfectly like, fine. Right? There yeah. are okay. times where you so vet that's the that first out. Test. So I, first, you gotta vet is the person serious or not. Yeah. yeah. But I don't believe in a, being a gatekeeper. But my rule that I use is if the information that you're asking me for i had to spend a lot of time and money and mm. stress to obtain yeah. this information i'm not just going to hand it over to you and i've heard somebody say that before yeah. as well yeah. but if if you if i if i'm selling t-shirts and all i did was go on google and say who got hey yeah. google who got yeah. the best t-shirts and i came up with the vendor and someone asked me who my t-shirt vendor is it only took me five minutes to come by yeah here. so i'm gonna share that that's right. that's the way that i do it yeah i think that everyone is entitled to ask but everyone is also entitled to say no mm-hmm. um but it, it could it could go either way on either side some people are being petty and they are being gatekeepers but some of us like i know in my business it, if it takes me a year and a half to get to the right vendor and i've spent thousands of dollars to find that i'm not just going Type that to you in a DM. Somebody that didn't mm-hmm. even say hi when they asked yeah, me. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just not happening. Right. So, so I, I definitely get it from both um, standpoints. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really been in a predicament like that, but I've seen people do like, or even with, um, I don't know. That's like us, like looking. For, so, for example, I was looking for somebody to um, cater my party that mm-hmm. I had. Right. So I'm like, I told the person, I was honest. I said, you know, I appreciate you giving me the information that you gave me. However, you know, I am looking around. I found someone that I wanted to go with and I went back to the person. I said, I did. I was able to find someone that kind of fit my needs. You know, I appreciate your time. Um, you know, I'll think about you for future references. They thanked me That's because they nice. was like, Just people do them. not come back, come back yeah. to say, they have you waiting, like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think, that it, we waste a lot of time by doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if I'm like reaching out, like if it's like a nail thing or a hair thing, I always say, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. I'm not about to sit here and just ask you a question because we do deserve to be left on red when we approach what? people certain somebody ways. Somebody said, I saw somebody say like, when I, when I hit up, <laughs> if I hit a Walmart customer service, I don't say, hello, good morning, Walmart. How are you doing today? <laughs> like, that's true. That is true. But you know, in the era of small businesses, it's just me back here. I don't, right. I don't right. have a customer service team. So if you right. If you could please say hello, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, right. That's all. That's, that's all. Like, right. That's, that's, that's it. Right. Like, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's and the then way. asking for information, you need to be saying hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people come with the, like a sense of entitlement. Like, right. I have to tell you something. So yeah. I think that goes along with what you're saying of you catch the person's vibe, like off rip. Like, right. don't come over right. here nasty and right. funky. Yeah. Right. I don't right. mind sharing. And I guess I've never had an instance where somebody like asked, well, somebody did ask me what vendor I was using, but like you were saying, it didn't take me like a whole bunch of energy to find the vendor. So I was like, okay, just use this person, blah, blah, blah. But I'm, I'm just, I don't, I really think it's to each his own too. Cause I'm the type of person I'll share regardless because that's do. just I mean, me and not, and not yeah. to but, sound not to sound a certain way but some like i can t- i can give you the full breakdown you're not gonna do with it what needs to be done so right 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 right, right, like, right, I, right i already know you're not gonna right <laughs> you're not gonna like i'm living so <laughs> right there you go like you're right. gonna be like a year later because i can think of a 
few times, right. and this, this is nothing against the people, but I can think of a few times where I gave a full play by play and I ain't seen and nothing. And they ain't yet. did nothing. But I mean, yeah. on that same token, yeah. like you said, it's a respect thing. I have a woman that have I have so many like Instagram besties, Instagram friends, and I know that mm-hmm. sounds crazy, but it, it just is what it is because I connect with them on the business level. Yeah. But this woman actually, she put me on to an opportunity that actually put my business in a store. Okay. Mm, off of wow. off, just strictly off of Instagram before we were even close on Instagram. So I remember I had a product and she hit me up and she said, Hey, I just want to let you know that months ago I was sourcing for this particular project that I'm going to do. And the product is actually the same exact thing that you're selling. So if you want me to, I will change my thing, what the thing was. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I absolutely respected that. But I had to let her know, like, ma'am, do whatever you yeah. need to do for your business. Because yeah. you had been doing it. Like, right. some people would see that and be like, oh, she copied me. But if you under, if you was a real entrepreneur, you know how long it takes to bring something from vision to fruition. Right, right. Then you kind of have that concept. Right, right. But on, in, the, in that same conversation, I had people that I I know you. I know you. We're in the same area. We're in the same place. And you playing games. I see, you're, I see you doing the same exact thing. <laughs> me and you never mention or you never pay like not, I don't want to say pay homage because that sounds real arrogant but you never give any type of no uh, nod to the fact that you got yeah. this from someone else right so it, it could go either way I respect right. I respect what that woman did but I also was like you don't, like you don't need my permission to do your that's what you were doing that's your thing right but the fact that she even thought highly enough of me to reach out and say hey if you want me to change this or just to let you know that I'm doing something that's similar to yours yeah and she, and she came out with the product is marketed in a completely different way it's probably uh four or five times the price of mine and it did very well and now her thing is in a store I wow. went to a store and I, I came across her product like this woman oh, wow. she put me on with something she respected me enough to say hey I have a similar thing to you yeah like it just blows my mind the different avenues that people take right but I, at the same time somebody may see something I did and thought I got me but I'm in my own world like yeah I, what, what yeah. I want to say is to that like that's great that she did that. Mm-hmm. That's great that, you know, we can give that acknowledgement and different things of that nature. You know, we all are creative in our own way. I think it really speaks to the heart that we have. Mm-hmm. And I get it. People want to be out there. They want to be making their money and, you know, different things of that nature. Mm. But if you're servicing somebody, you really have to take the time to think why. Like, what is the right. why? Like, why are you doing it? What is it that you're trying to reach here? Right. Um, and if it is a personal thing chances are you're not going to do so well for so long you won't like it it's is what it is right a lot yeah. of people just jump out and they want to be a part of things because of how it looks i used to say that about a glow in my service-based business all the time the end product looks amazing of course mm-hmm. you would want to be a part of that but you, right. you don't realize how much physical labor yeah i had to put into getting this end product so like i right. said i can give right. you all the information right. that you're asking for but i don't think you i don't think you're gonna work how i work right i don't think you're gonna put in the time that i put in some people will that's not saying that i'll, okay, I'll work everybody because at this point i want to rest i don't want to work but yeah yeah <laughs> it's, and not everybody is in it for the right reason it's just right. oh it's cool to do this right now i'm going well to first of all it. i'm sorry I, oh god i'm <laughs> entrepreneurship is not for everybody it's absolutely not first of all you have to have thick skin um because you are going to fall on your face Mm -hmm. um you are that's why most people won't even start yeah some people have some good ideas but they don't they don't the fear it's the fear the fear knocks them out initially yeah like you have to be okay with literally soaring with no net but below you Mm -hmm. like literally and then to take it a step further when, when when you're talking about like people and their intentions, I have come across some people who do it for the wrong reasons and it comes out in their customer service. Oh, absolutely. I cannot <laughs> stand 
stand or lack thereof. Oh, I can. You will not get my <laughs> money again. And I will tell you, yeah. I will not give you my money, nor will I give you any referrals. I can't like it's your intention and the purity of your heart. It absolutely comes out in everything I that you do. I think that's what makes the business flourish. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. not just financially. Obviously, you're profiting off of your business, but that's what makes it flourish. The fact that you enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's it's interesting. So, even with me, like, I make bracelets, and I was talking to my sister, Ow. and we were, <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> Um, and I was talking to my sister and we were talking about like some wholesale stuff. Like, yeah, you know, you can sell, you know, just sell them. Like you can buy the bracelets. I'm like, no, like I like to Mm -hmm. make them. Like that's therapeutic for me. I like to sit. I like to beat. I like to find different things. Like I really thought I was not creative at all. And, um, definitely shout out to the girl who actually taught me how to do bracelets. I remember doing a class with her and I'm like, I wonder if I can do it. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a whole bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. because I don't want to dive into it. And then I end up not liking it. Yeah. I was up till like three, four in the morning. Shorty. That's how it is. Like just beating. And I was sending her a whole bunch of pictures. I was sending other friends pictures. Like, what do you think about this? And just putting things together. But I definitely think it's the heart behind it. And to each his own. Like, if you want to buy wholesale stuff and just sell it, right, that's right. fine. That's your thing. It has to do with your plan. Whatever. I say yeah. that all the time. Like, I don't think I would want... Some people are working towards getting a business to a point where they could sell it to a larger corporation and mm-hmm. make money off of there. I think I like being a small business. I like being here. So I'm not yeah, trying to be that's me too. boss lady. Ten, now I've said, things can change. But today, yeah. I don't want to have a giant factory and 20 employees and I'm like hands off. I'm doing this because I enjoy what I'm right. doing. I enjoy right. doing my branding and my marketing and talking to my customers. I mean, right. honestly, that's a part of the secret sauce to the like community success of my business there's plenty of times when I've messed up, like literally a, a package, a situation, a scenario. Mm-hmm. But the way that I come when it comes to customer service and resolving things, that's mm-hmm. a big part and of I'm, it. I'm front and center, and you see my face, and you hear the accountability or the apology or whatever is required. That's yeah. what keeps I have a yep. very, very that's awesome what, core, and community. that's what keeps people coming back as well and wanting to keep doing business with you. Mm-hmm. Like the respect, like all across the board, there has to be respect all across the board. Just don't play with my money. Right, right. Absolutely. (laughs) Something has to change with people jumping into businesses and having just zero customer. And you Uh, know what? I don't want to say that they're not at fault because you should take accountability for that. But a lot of things people just don't know. I worked in retail, customer service, human services for 20 plus years. So I have so many Mm -hmm. places that I could pull from on how to address certain situations. Even when I see people blast small local businesses on the internet, Mm -hmm. I'm using it as like a case study. Like how would I have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's posting screenshots. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I see the the business owner's point, but I also see the customer's point. I would have said this. I would have did this. I use that as like a case study for my customer service. Because obviously on a business side, you have to worry about your bottom line. You cannot mm-hmm. resolve every single complaint right. in, a, in right. a way that a refund here, a refund there. Yeah. But there are certain situations where it's more beneficial for you to ha- keep that person happy and have them spread the word about being happy that this mm-hmm. situation was resolved than trying to hold on to your $20 because you don't want to do a refund. Like, right. Just, but that's what it... <laughs> That's it's what it be. Only, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's big numbers, but I mean, I I've most of the to, time twenty dollars. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've had to like bite refunds that I didn't necessarily want to do, or just working with certain people's personality types. It, I may have been completely in the right and they're in the wrong, but it's like you know what? 
Here go your money. And you right, right, right. You got it, baby. You got, you got it. Because why would I? Mm. Why would I stress myself out about it? Right. I don't want to do right. it anymore. So right. If I gotta uh, scrub a couple extra floors this week to make the twenty dollars back, it is right. for my peace right. of mind. So and I love that mindset. Like yeah. that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I think that speaks to like your, inten- your intention because you're not driven by the money. If you're driven, and this is something I'm trying to explain to my eight, almost nine year old, <laughs> and this is gonna lead us into our next question. Um, as a mom, and I'm always curious about the answers from other moms, do you see yourself having a conversation with Prime and like you not, okay, so giving him options of what he can do. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of parents that say, no, my kid absolutely has to go to college. Mm -hmm. No, my kid, they don't have to go to college if they don't want to. Um, but as he's growing up and he's watching his parents, do it the this brand new way of like this this era and the culture right now what which way do you think you'll lead him so here's the thing a lot it it, first of all it depends on what you consider success because Mm -hmm. if we're talking in terms of like business growth and profitability the the jerks unfortunately are the billionaires Mm -hmm. the people that can say i don't i don't really care about human beings let me get my bottom line those are the people that are actually financially making it successfully in the way that most people aspire to unfortunately that's true the having that heart instilled in it and being customer service focused and wanting to keep it small and being Mm hands-on that's not going to be super profitable in my scenario i I can't speak for everybody Mm -hmm. so it makes me think of when we were growing up we always like on tv and stuff even like on girlfriends i think lynn had a boyfriend that they use the term starving artist Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i like the whole story yeah, seasons like, okay some of us are in business to live out our passions it's kind of just have control of time for me success is having control of my time that's my biggest thing mm-hmm. right now as a about to be 34 year old woman having control of my time money is sometimes funny it's not always where it needs to be but i have right. control of my time right yeah. so as a parent of course you want your child to prosper financially mm-hmm. but let's say my child was a starving artist I always think like artists, they, they can make money off doing commissions. They, but yep. when, when an artist does a commission, that means that somebody's coming to them and say, Hey, you paint this and do it this way. Yeah. That's not artistry. So a lot of artists yeah, don't Yeah, because you're creating what exactly. they want. It's so not a lot coming of artists from your creativity. They accept commissions and yeah. therefore they don't have that financial growth that some may yep. have. Yeah. So it's like, why would I, if I know as parents, we always do as I say and not as I do. Yeah. If I know that I was willing to, I, I've left jobs. I hustled in order to have my peace and have my time Mm -hmm. where it impacted me negatively financially. And I mean, in ways that damn near caused depression and things of that nature. Yeah. But it, it, that didn't outweigh my peace of mind for my time. Mm -hmm. So I know, I know that I've been in that situation. So who am I to tell my child, you can't live out this dream because financially you're not able to support yourself. Yeah. When I know that at the end of the day, of course, it would be amazing to be rich and be a Christianer right. and throw these big old parties and have mansions and stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about what you want out of this life thing. And if I know I want peace and time, I I, I cannot have somebody telling me what to do with my time. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. means I only make $40,000 a year, then I make 40000 I got to make my 40000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. business. Yeah. But if you are willing to do what needs to be done to have a business that makes you two hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year, and that takes away from your family life, that's on you. Right. There's people that I just saw a post where a lawyer was talking about some of the top um, professions that she sees in divorce court. 
a lot of it just had to do with the schedule, the time, the doctors, home. the lawyers. Yeah. You're not they're physically consumed there. By I work. watch TV all the time, and it's like the okay. I'm sure your child loves being able to go on lavish vacations and having this type of house. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they don't. They didn't grow up with their parents. Right. So right. if I gotta be a 40k earner to be with my son when my son right. wants to be with him, that's right. that's what I'm gonna do. So right. I can't say I would never lead him away from anything. Um, one of the, one quote that always sticks with me from my seventh grade English teacher, Pamela Parker, she actually won teacher of the year. I'm here to teach you how to think, not what to think. So I want to equip you with the resources that you need to make your decisions. And if you decide that to make your life balance work, you're going to do less of money making and more of peace finding. It Mm. is what it is. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. Because at the end of the day, the stress gonna take a lot of us out, and I it don't want to be one of them. I don't so. want to be one of them either. It is, it is. I'm for sorry. real, no, seriously. So I think about that a lot because my job now. Um, so my oldest Joy is like it freaking blows my mind. <laughs> she is like a businesswoman already, mm-hmm. and I can't say that I'm a complete entrepreneur at this point so i don't even know where she like gets it from like i'd be listening to her talk and i'm like yo what are you talking about you gotta nurture it from now yeah like i was not talking like this at eight almost nine years old but she has this mindset of like mom what can i do to earn money so mm-hmm. i had to put her on punishment <laughs> from earning money because that became her focus right money mm-hmm. money 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 baby no i said you're not right. gonna be money hungry you're but not what's the end of that because i like for my son can i do a chore to earn money and it's like why do you need to earn money because i need to buy a shirt from roblox okay so every time you get money you're gonna give it to somebody on roblox yeah it's like what's, yeah. what's the bigger picture there? yeah because if she's in a mindset where she can think of ways to earn money and she can actually do it, mm-hmm. it's almost like, why limit that? I don't know. I think that there's a productive way to be money hungry, if that makes sense. If you can if you can constructively think of ways to make money in yeah, the, the, a healthy way. Yeah, and, and yeah. you have a healthy relationship with money, then that just may be the path that there's plenty of people that can earn a lot of money, but I don't know. I think it just has to do with like why well, I you- got she was trying to save it. <laughs> No, 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 it was a little joke from yesterday, um, her sister bought a bracelet from me, and she was like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I want to keep my money, like, Zoe is one of her top consumers, right, Zoe be in there, like, she wants to earn, and she's holding on to it, I would just, I would just try to tap in more about what that relationship is, because I know when my son is like, I want to earn five dollars, because I'm about to go spend it two seconds later, that's a problem for me, like, you're not even, at least save a little bit, get yeah, right, yeah, right, so she, she must have a, it must be a bigger plan in there that we don't know about, so right. I put, <laughs> something is going on, I she put a stop something. to it, because, so she does really well with saving, she's mm-hmm. not always like itching to get to the store to buy something, she does well with saving, but I noticed some of her patterns, and I'm like, I gotta check that now, I gotta yeah. fix it now, before yeah. you hold on to this habit and you become an adult with this bad habit so everything was about money 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 but it turned into like being sneaky Mm. and yeah so they're in the back seat i was like um you guys can take a certain amount out of your wallet i'll take you to the store today we could buy something she's like zoe give me give me your five dollar you know what oh no stop (laughs) it And I can hear, I can hear, and I'm like, let me see what Zoe's gonna do. Zoe's like, no, Joy, stop. She was like, come on, Zoe, give me, give me. Zoe was like, Joy, I said no. (laughs) Joy was like, Zoe, come on, we're just gonna swap $5 bills. Oh, you know what? Trying to play her. Like, swap it? Like, like, oh, so give me your $5 and I'm gonna keep mine. 
give it. So that's what she ended up doing to her. Okay. So we got to the store and Zoe was short money. It turned mm-hmm. out to a whole be a whole big thing in Target. Yeah. So Zoe opens up her wallet and I'm like, you're short some <laughs> money. And Zoe, y'all know Zoe is emotional. <laughs> Zoe breaks down in Target, and I'm like, "Where's your money?" Joy's taking it in the back seat. <laughs> Joy's like, "No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't Girl. take it." I'm like, "Joy, I heard you when mm-hmm. I was in the front seat. I said, what did you do with her money?' I did not take it. I swear, Mom, I swear. I'm like, now she dragged it." <laughs> Yeah. So at that point, I said, okay, you're doing a lot with this yeah. money. Thing. Okay, that makes sense. You're, yeah. you're, you can't have bad habits to the point where you just want yeah. money, 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 well, you money. Know kids just get fixated in general. They do. Like, they it do. may just be a, like, it's like a rush for her to add on to her little Yeah, box. Like, she yeah. don't have no plan for it. Yeah. I got $5 from my mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. <laughs> so then it goes on. So then it kind of went a little bit further. And the insight of these kids is just amazing. So mm-hmm. then... It turned into she was just becoming like really ungrateful with mm-hmm. everything she had. She was becoming a little bit entitled, and I'm like, you know, you guys get you. We give you a lot. Yeah, like I don't you, think they realize. I be having to break stuff down for myself. Oh like, my gosh, we had a conversation with. I them. hate to sound cliche, but money don't grow on trees. Yeah, like, I don't know where yeah. you're coming from, but for real, his father was like, you know what? I'm getting him his own, I guess, the green dot debit card. I'm getting him his own oh, debit girl, card. Oh, girl, we've been having that discussion for a while now. Well, they got the kids one. So yeah. At least, so at least yeah. you can see, when you earn that $5 from me and then you yep. spend it in 30 seconds, it's going now. It's yep. just, like You would have to do something else to get more. Yeah. So stop asking me for it. So. Right, right. Right. But it, it just turned into she was just becoming really, really, really ungrateful mm-hmm. and entitled. And I was like, we we have to fix this now, honey. Yeah. So because these are the things that your dad and I kind of have to work on as you're a child. And she was like, well, it's just because I'm watching everyone on YouTube um, <laughs> and I'm comparing myself. Oh, okay, self-awareness. I See, said, you know. Baby girl. Don't wow. Don't right. No, she, for real. She got some, quali- some, some qualities. Wow. For real. That's self-awareness. For a child to be self-aware Yes, like that. I said, for Joy, real. I said, do you know how amazing that is that mm-hmm. you figured that, that out you about yourself? That? I said, I never even Adults gave don't you even that. do yeah. that. I like, said, I never you. even gave you that right. language. Mm-hmm. I said, so sweetie, I said, we're going to take a break from YouTube. She was like, I never should have told you. <laughs> it's okay. I said, it's not a punishment. Yeah, it's just a little break. I said, we're just taking a little break. I said, because I just want you to realize that everything that Joy has is mm-hmm. more than enough. And I yeah. need you to be satisfied with what you have. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's amazing that she has this mindset of like, being a business woman, she like wants to do her own t-shirt line. That's mm-hmm. what she's in the process of doing. So she's she said to me one day, she was like, Mom, do I have to go to college? That is like Fair. a big question. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know what? I said, you don't. Mm-hmm. I said, if you don't want to, you don't have to. I said, but if you choose not to... You have to have a plan of what you're going to do. Right. I said, I understand you like, you have ideas, you want to create things. I said, you can absolutely do that. I said, but you have to have a plan if you don't want to go to college. Right. I'm not one of those parents that's going to tell my kids that education is everything. It it does pay off to be educated. Absolutely. But there are so many different ways that you can educate yourself. And me going through school and having all the debt that I have, mm-hmm. but I do understand for my the role that I'm taking, 
as a therapist, I had no choice right. but to get those credentials. But depending on what you do want to do, you don't have to go to school. The crazy part is I feel like in order for your business to be like generally successful financially and have the growth that most people are looking for, you have to be doing kind of the same thing for at least 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So if I was doing what I'm doing now at 19, which I could have been doing because I always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but you know, I've had Mm -hmm. small little businesses and hustles along the way. If I would have been doing this thing from then, then I would be at the nearly 15 year mark and it would look a lot different. Mm -hmm. So it's like for the kids to ask that at nine and 10 years old, it Mm -hmm. is a good thing because I see entrepreneurs and they're like, I'm 21. I've just got out of college. And then I'm like, if I would have been doing this, if for I would have been doing what I do now at for 21, yeah. then I w- it would have taken, like, my th- my stuff would be in Target by now. Right. No, like, right. for real. It would be right. nationally, my podcast would be nationally syndicated. Right, right. This would be doing this. My jewelry business, like, it, right. it would just be so much further. So, nope. being exposed to that from a young age and just having those options, I think, is a good thing because mm-hmm. they can start earlier. They can get more resources. Okay, yeah. so we're at that point. Most people, when they're starting a business, you're already in adulthood. Ain't nobody going to... Like, I mean, I shouldn't say ain't nobody. I shouldn't use li- my limiting language. <laughs> but nobody was like, oh, I see you starting a business. Let me give you $5,000. Like, nobody's going to do that. Whereas yeah. when you're at that point where you're still a teenager and you're transitioning into adulthood, people are more likely to provide you physical support. Like, yeah. time, yeah. money. Yeah. They're just yeah. more likely to help you in that way. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, our culture is a lot different. I remember I had a, a co-worker. He's like, in my family, when someone's getting ready to buy a house, we let them live with us and everyone in like 10 different households give them a thousand dollars so they have ten thousand dollars. I said, Oh, are y'all hiring Ooh, at your okay. house? For real. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm so sick. Duh, obviously, but with certain cultures, yeah, we don't we right. don't get down like that. It's every man for himself. So right. if you don't figure out that Survival you want to mode. If you figure out that you want to be an entrepreneur at twenty five and you already got fifty thousand dollars worth of college debt mm-hmm. and you're working full time for somebody else trying to yep. pay off the college debt and it doesn't even pay enough, you don't have the time or the resources yeah. to start your business yeah. the way that it yeah. should be started. Wow. Yeah. So I fill out a lot of grant applications and it's like even some of the grant applications, your profit, the profit threshold that you have to have to show that your business is viable to receive a grant, it's like who's who's people's out here making that at the uh, right six Tell months that I had a business how because I'm doing low I get low lunch money but like. <laughs> right. Who got that? Who's right. No, but you know, my little polo addiction, you know. So, you know, as as a culture, we're already set back, whether it be yeah. people talking about the housing market and yeah. redlining and 50 years ago, they wouldn't let us get houses and loans. So we just, we're just always back. Behind. So for us right. To, yeah. us to make these decisions that entrepreneurship is going to be my livelihood at 30 years old, mm-hmm. it's a, it's going to be a slower start than yeah. someone choosing that at 19 and really making it shake. Like I see a lot of the people that, I only went away to college for one semester. I went to Temple University for one semester. And a lot of the mm-hmm. people that I see that were on their creativity in that year, 2006, yeah. I see them now doing paintings for BET Awards and working with artists. They, they've they been doing something that's the same yeah. thing for 15 yeah. years. For that long. Yeah. And now they have something to show right. for it because it's not going to be an overnight success. So that's why I tell people, even if your plan is not perfected right now, the sooner you start, the better. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, what are some tips that you would give female entrepreneurs right now that are like up and coming? Like what, what would you say? I would say absolutely outline your full plan, your full dream. But I see a lot of people, I was just talking about this with a simple example of my pen boxes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't start because they don't have the resources to execute that full plan. Mm-hmm. But the full, it's, everything can change and everything can grow. So if you write down that full plan and you pinpoint one thing that you could do now, just start with that one thing. If for the people that 
started a business during the pandemic, say for instance. Mm -hmm. In the midst of the pandemic, by summertime, who started giving out grants? Everybody. Beyonce mm -hmm. started giving out a grant. Right. In order to get this grant, you some grants do accept businesses that are in the ideation phase. Mm -hmm. But you have to have a lot of proof to show that it can be profitable. Mm -hmm. Right. But in order to apply for a grant or capital or funding, you have to have something on paper that shows that you already started. So imagine you hadn't started yet and Beyonce is giving out $10,000 right, right. to 200 businesses. You can't even apply. Right. You can't even put your toe in the water because you're not prepared. <laughs> like, so at least, if, at least if you start, you can jump in the pool with the big right. boys. Like, right. It may not be right. perfect. I, like I was saying with my pens, when I first started them, it was a little in a little plastic bag. I mm -hmm. wanted something more custom. I got the box, and then I couldn't get the custom box, so I got the custom sticker and put that on the box. Yeah. And I just got my custom boxes, and it's gold foil, and it looks luxurious. But I've had been selling these pens for two years. I'm just now getting the boxes that I wow. want. Yeah. Just yeah. The, the process. Just the, the refining process. process. So if you start. You stop with that refining <laughs> process. Make me Even cry. Even people that do <laughs> services, like. I think most people don't want to be in a position to be vulnerable and embarrassed. Oh, for real. If I start, if I start doing mm -hmm. nails tomorrow, I'm sure I could get the hang of it and do a couple acrylic steps. It's not going to look how it would look if I was doing it for two, three years. Right. So I may right. not have the clientele. I may not have people pressed to visit me, but in, in, give me a year or two, I'm going to get it together. Yeah. So you just literally have to start. It's okay to have a big vision, but don't let the big vision overwhelm you from you. the beginning. Yeah. Because you, you have nothing. No one cares about your idea that's in your head. Right. The unorthodox motivation. Respectfully. <laughs> No, no, we need to hear that. No one cares that. Now, mind you, while you're waiting to start that, because I don't, I don't have the five thousand dollars I need to get the boxes that I want to put my my weave yeah. bundles in. I can, mm -hmm. I can only put the weave bundles in plastic for now. The main concern should be at the end of the day, once all that packaging is thrown away, is the thing that the person paid for right viable? Is it right. of quality? Right. Granted, all the extra stuff is nice. The satin, the silk, the packaging, the ribbons, the bowls, the gold, rose gold, all of that is nice. Right. But at the end of the it's day, the when you throw itself. all that stuff away, is the product right? If you can at least get the product right or at least on its way to being right, yeah. or make it so you make it and have your cousins wear it and say that it's right and hopefully it'll be right soon, something, you because you need some you need some proof. You need right, some receipts. Right. Yeah. And that that's a, that's definitely a great tip. I know for me, like I get ahead of myself. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'll be thinking about five different things and I want to do all five, mm -hmm. but I'm like, no. Every last I have thing. to. Mm -hmm. First of all, I didn't even finish the first thing yeah, right, yeah. that I was That's doing. Let me. It's hard. Okay, okay. How are you balancing that? You know what? It's literally me cussing myself out. It's because it's crazy. I used to one of my first like legit businesses. I had Bag Lady Boutique, mm -hmm. and I would resell things that I got thrifted or like vintage mm -hmm. stores. Mm -hmm. I loved it, but it came to be a lot as far as like going into the stores, and I would be in in vintage stores for hours and hours. So, like I said, I like my time now. So, I don't want to do nothing where I'm mm -hmm. my time is hyper focused on something. Yeah. So, but recently I went to one of my old spots, my my older women that has a, a vintage store. Mm -hmm. I was in there, my eyes were so wide, <laughs> and I bought so Ooh. much. I bought so much stuff. I was like, I'm not even in that phase in my life where I'm wearing the same type of jewelry and stuff. I'm pretty mm -hmm. like simplified. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna wear all this stuff. Let me make an Etsy shop. I can do this. I can now. Literally, I can whip together a brand in about two hours. I can yeah. have a business card, logo, I, and it's going to be fire. Right. But do I need to do that? Right. Don't I have some other stuff I could be doing right now? Like, <laughs> I literally have to be like, shit, now, shit. Like, out loud. I know my boyfriend sometimes be like, this girl really be talking to I'd be like, shit, now come on, relax. Come on, let it go. And it's hard. It's so hard. That's why I said, like, Joy, she might just be fixated on the idea of it. Yeah. I get so fixated because I know, and I think this for me, I need to somehow, some way, when it's works for my schedule really flip that into like consulting for other people because i get so excited like even when i go to i know there's a girl that used to do my hair in a like a, a group setting so it was like a mm -hmm. blow dry bar 
And I was like, girl, you need your own place. This is when sweets had first started becoming popular. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. has mm-hmm. yeah. Girl, get a sweet, get you some branding, do this, do that with your yeah. logo, make it an experience. I'm telling her all this. I know she's doing my hair like, this lady don't shut up. Like, I'm <laughs> like, like, I don't want all that. I, be, I like, do that with people too, oh and it's gosh. crazy. I think it's a, it's a mental illness that we have. And when, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, you can do this, you can do that. I say it all the time. Oh, my gosh. And it's, not, and it's not to like poke fun at mental illness, but I, I, don't, I don't know how else to phrase it. Yeah. There's something in our brains that we cannot turn off that says, Oh, you could do this and this. My son has a, I have an email address for him. And it's like his name with closet at the end. And he was like, why is my email address this with closet? And I said, when I was pregnant, I figured that you was going to have clothes that needed to be sold after you grew out of them. So I had got you the wow. domain. I got you the domain. I got you the email wow. address. And I was going to sell your clothes. But then once you become a parent, you don't got time for all that stuff. So I just right. gave them to like Goodwill or something. Right, right, right. But like right. that's how my brain works. As wow. soon as I think of it, I'm getting the domain. I'm getting the Instagram. I'm getting the MySpace. I'm getting all of it. Because I never know when I'm going to utilize wow. that idea. So I have to literally pull myself out of the fire like, yo, we got to. So that's that's really what I'm working on this year. Saying no to helping other people because I can't help it. So I was if just about to. If you mention it to me, I'm going to start spilling right. yeah. what you should do. Yeah. Saying no to other people. Saying no to myself when I come up with new ideas. Really honing in on what am I doing and how can I do it better? So if I, like I have paper standards, it's absolutely not where it needs to be, but that's because I'm trying to do 10 other things at the same time. Yeah, if you just yeah. calm down, and at least, <laughs> no. at least get no, the foundation No, seriously. Right. <laughs> like, all right now. Calm down, Bianca. But you know what? I think the thing about you right now, though, I love your motivation. So because we're doing this together, so we, we started this at the end of 2020. 2020. Okay. Um, wait, no, one, no, it was 20. Time yeah. Right. Somebody <laughs> said something to me at work and it was like, yeah, they need to be recertified every two years. I was like, two years has not been up. They were like, no, they got certified in 2020. Yeah. I was that like, time. oh wow. But we started at the end of 2020 and this is kind of how we got back here. We, we said <laughs> like life, you know, was kind of beating on us a mm-hmm. little bit, like, so we had to take a step back right. and we were kind of working on our own stuff. And then we came back to a place where we were like, all right, like we really got to do this because we we will sit and have like four to five hour conversations, conversations and be like, yo, this is such Put good that on content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's so For good. Real. And podcasts For are hours. so evergreen. It's a, like podcasting is a great place to be because you could just turn it into so much different stuff. But this is me doing the things. So yeah. So, <laughs> oh, we're there, honey. We're already there. Already there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But since we've got, got started with it again, like your motivation has been so dope. Is not where it was a year ago. But, I know that look, much. That's but look at how, right. yeah. yeah. But look at how have, it is now. I have peaks and valleys. Like I, I just did a. Now YouTube is my thing now. Okay, so I like I said I did podcasts. I done so many different things. But yeah. YouTube, I, the reason why I like YouTube is because with podcasting, it's a lot of scheduling. You have to mm-hmm. interview for other people. YouTube is like whenever I have myself together, I can just do it. But I did yeah. a YouTube video about just being depressed as an entrepreneur, as someone that is a creative. Mm. And I was in a slump with my business. I literally didn't do anything for six months. And in that six months i know it was a general slump because i had the same toe polish on my toes for about six months okay i said this in the in the youtube video i my, i didn't have it together just mentally it'd be I like that low. sometimes so yeah. i'm like yeah. if i've been posting all this stuff for my business i got all these new products may 1st boom new site not rebranding but just like a refresh and yeah. i feel that energy again it's yeah. like when you're a creative it's going to come and go so when you're on that high you just have to ride it out and hopefully put systems in place that allow your business to work for you when you can't work for yourself because that it kind of makes there's sense no one, yeah there's no yeah. one to take your shift when you call right. out right if right. i don't log in and do if i don't get on instagram today and i don't post my product today and i don't have 
you know, I don't have a formal marketing plan because I don't have a marketing budget right now. So mm. my marketing plan is talking to my existing right, audience and right, getting them to right. tell someone else. That's what it, that's, it just is what it is right, right now. Yeah. So if I don't clock into Instagram, I'm not hearing no ka-ching. It's not, it's just not happening. No, that's like, facts. Right, right. right. So that's facts. That's it's, facts. It's hard wow. to, it's hard to stay focused, but it's like once you are focused, really ride that wave. Mm-hmm. And the another, another advice I would give to anyone who wants to start a business, just make everything as systematic as possible. Mm. So you, people really are just not resourceful. And I think that's, that it, it comes at a loss to a lot of people because if you are more resourceful and like taught yourself what systems you could use to help you, mm. you would have to do less work. Like, yeah. I see people, you're selling stuff, but you don't have any type of website. Like, how are you, you're really keeping up with all these DMs? That yeah. would drive me nuts. Like, First of all, I don't, I, so this may, it may not sound the greatest, but I don't want to do business with anyone where you do all your business through Messenger. Chaotic. Don't, I'm not. That's like, where the funniness comes yeah, in, yeah, yeah. too. So, like I was telling yeah. you, it was a guy who requested me on Facebook the other day, like, my friend would I'm just not that great with social media. Like, so I keep saying this. Like, she is. I'll do the social media. She is stuff. the pilot for social media. You gotta know your strengths. That we yeah, need. she got that. She mm-hmm. got that because that's not me. Mm-hmm. But he sent me a friend request, and I was only interested because his name was something like graphic designer or something. And I was like, oh my god, I've been looking for a graphic designer. And we started talking. I gave him some ideas of what I was looking for, and he was like, okay, I'll require fifty percent um, deposit. So I said, okay, no problem. Can you send me a contract? Mm-hmm. He was like, I apologize. I don't. I don't have any contracts okay you have a nice day sir you have no 50 percent. hello i said um okay i said well it, it takes two minutes to google to create graphic design contracts. that's what i'm saying people are just not resourceful and i don't i don't know if that's something i see a lot of people these days saying schools need to teach financial literacy there's a lack of like common sense and yeah. basic yeah. research skills like i don't know if everybody else had to but i remember being in college and having to take like a life you know how the library books have them little numbers on it it's, mm-hmm. it, has, it, has a, it has a name like the dewey decimal system yes, or something, yes, something yes, like that. yes like i was like what is the purpose of this class but it just really taught me that if thing if something has a system it's easier for you to navigate right, if you right. went to the library today and it was no numbers and no headings and it wasn't alphabetical order and you wanted to find uh barack obama's new but like where would you even start i, right. I need a system i right? think yeah. that that definitely and it's not to say that if you don't have a contract you don't do business well I'm not saying that yeah but i think it really speaks say, to she didn't say it but i will <laughs> if you didn't have it yesterday you still have time yo i love her Google it. so so if you really care about what you're doing mm-hmm. and you want to make this deal mm-hmm. you're gonna you get that, yourself a contract yeah, yeah. i did a so pop that, yeah that's, i'm sorry no go ahead but it's like, yeah, in the time that he took the type that sorry you I don't have been creating one, one. I did a whole pop-up shop, and my older sister, she helps me with this stuff. Shout out to her. But she helps me with these things because I'm a little bit too nice. She's very nice, and I, I have to toughen yeah. her yeah, up. No, for, no seriously. Nice mm-hmm. is, for real. Nice is good for hobbies, but I tell people all the time when it comes to business. Not for business. You have to take no. it so serious. So even like even if you're starting, you say, you don't, say he's a graphic designer, he knows. A lot of people, another reason they don't start is because they're not confident in their pricing, which is a whole other topic. But let's say you're not confident in your pricing. You know you want to charge $200 for a job, but you feel uncomfortable charging it. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, my rate is $200. 
But for you, I'm building my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you, I'm going to do it for $0. But I'm going to send you an invoice that said 200 and it's striked out and it has that zero. So you at least know the value of my time and what mm, I'm doing. Right. Because when you tell people, oh, yeah, I'm just starting. I'll just do it for you. Which, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I just do little things here and there. But letting people know the value of what they're what getting from you, yeah, you'll yeah. start to take yourself serious from the beginning. Like, have this, to, to, like I said earlier, if I wanted to throw up a, a jewelry brand, I could throw it up in two hours. Mm-hmm. It's but most people don't know the steps to go through to do that. But then it's also you're not resourceful because if you just went on YouTube, you can you learn can how figure to use Canva. Yeah, you can learn how to throw a website up. You can get a free website from SquareUp.com. Right, it's just right. so many things. But right. you have to take it serious from the beginning. And even with the being nice thing, I totally understand. Um, having in my service based business, I have a business partner who's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. Our styles are very different. And we both take from each other. Me, I'm more, I'm not going to say I'm completely nice because I'm very, I, I am like bottom line driven and like mm-hmm. action driven, but I'm more, I'm more likely to err on the side of like, oh, I'll just do it or I'll just do this. But that gets me in trouble because now I'm doing too much and the person doesn't even appreciate what uh, I'm doing for them. Yeah. Whereas she's like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, dang, like, I don't want to just give them a little razzle. That's like, no, I'm not doing that. And I, it, you take from that because you need to yeah. have a little bit of each right, side. And that right. goes back to the customer service conversation. Um, you need to be able to take a little bit from each side because you don't want people to walk all over you. Right. You, there's right, a way to be nice. Right. One thing I learned when I used to work, I used to work at Bose, the speaker store. Mm-hmm. And a little thing, we used to have these like $400 speakers and people would lose the remote. So they would come in basically trying to get a free remote. And the, the remotes aren't sold separately. So my my manager at the time taught me, like, tell them that you're not even supposed to be giving them this. We're going to give them the remote, but I'm not even supposed to be giving you this. I'm going to do your little favor. Yeah, I'm going to give right. you right. So you can feel like I went right. out my way to do this right. for you because yeah. this is not a free thing. It costs right. money to make it. We right. don't have it in the system to sell it right. to you, but right. I'm doing something yeah. for you that needs to be notated. So just always taking yourself serious and letting people know what the value is, even if you're not charging them that or even if yeah. you're not following through with your your own personal right. business systems. Yeah. I'm definitely going to take that tip. Um, <laughs> I need to just overall, um, whether I'm doing business with someone or vice versa, like I really do have found that my niceness and my mm-hmm. reservedness has definitely got me into some interesting situations. Uh, some good advice um, that I read once was your business is not a charity unless you want it to be. If that's the purpose hmm. of your business, then it could be a charity. But if hmm. your business is not a charity, then you need to write yourself in advance a cap of all the free things that you're going to do. So I know if I make 100 bracelets in a year, I will give away 10 for free. Once I hit that cap, hey, we've met our, like, just have it in yeah. your mind already. Yeah. Because wow. right. it's okay to do those things, but let people know that, you know, like when people ask us to, people, once you start having a product-based business, everybody going to ask you for their giveaway or mm-hmm. their event for gift mm-hmm. bags. Can you donate this? Hey, we've met our donation maximum for the year. Our thing will reopen in 2023. Yeah. Holla at us then. Ooh, I like <laughs> that. I, like I did that. my part. Yeah. I donated yeah. to people. You just wasn't one of them. Right. And try right. again next year because that's right. what big companies do. When I, when I have events and I'm asking for sponsorship, if I go up to Dasani right now, hey, can I get some bottles of water for my event? We've already met our donation. That's what they'll say. That's the language that they use. So yeah. even just being a customer to big companies, you'll learn a lot of the ways that you can get around being too nice, but being very direct with people that right. are asking for free things. Right. Yeah. I did a pop-up shop um, a year ago, and my sister taught me this. Ask for a contract. Mm-hmm. We had a little sticky situation, yeah. and he gave it to me. Yeah. He gave it to me. Always. That's somebody that's about their business. And it wasn't though. anything extravagant. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that word just overwhelms Right. Now, of course, when we get on the technical side, because a lot of us are like do-it-yourself business owners, there's definitely some contracts that we use that are not, they they don't really hold much weight. But at least 
before, I mean, hopefully you don't get to like the court side, but at least just in that relationship building with a person, they say, oh, this person is serious. Yep. I at least have the expectations written down and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what yep. they're giving me and what I'm giving in return. And it's very clear. Yeah. So it may and, not be the perfectly like legal contract. But give know? me something. And yeah. I kind of look at it as a little bit lazy. Like mm-hmm. if a customer is asking for something, <laughs> you're just like, no, I don't. Yeah. You know how I looked at you it? Don't I, didn't want- even, I didn't even think he was lazy. I just thought he was a scammer at that point. Oh, right. Because right. if I <laughs> ask for a contract and you say, I'm sorry, I don't have any. And I say, okay, I understand, but I don't do business if I don't have a contract. Mm-hmm. At that point, if he was really legit, he should have came back. Well, give me a few minutes. I'll draw you up something. No, you Shorty was like... <laughs> He was like, I'm sorry, I, I, um, I'm a small business. Mm-hmm. And that's not a, that's not a I was like, aren't oh. we all? This just made me think <laughs> no, of, baby. Before, we, no. before we started recording, I was telling you how a 14-year-old DM'd me on Instagram and mm-hmm. said, hey, I'm starting a business. Will you buy it? Will you be one of my first customers? When she initially hit me up, I said, sure, send me, send me your link. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, I don't have a link yet. I'm still building my website, but I accept cash app. I said, okay, I can appreciate that. Link me again when the website is done. I don't yeah. make purchases on Cash App. Yeah. When her website was done, fourteen years old, she linked me and I was her first customer. Yeah. It's like respect. Wow. I'm not sending right. you money on Cash. I don't know I'm you not, from a can of paint. Like, you're not about to play with my. So coins. you have to take yourself. See, I don't care who you are. I don't care how small the business is. If you're selling cupcakes, get you a Google Doc. Take your orders there. Right. Send, right. Send them the the outline. Like there's right. there's so many free tools that you can use to at least appear legitimate. Like, right. Let's let's do the bare minimum at least. Wow. Right. right. Wow. Right. Yeah. I'm just I'm I know I know I'm a big person that I don't play about my money. Yeah. I work very hard for my money. Because once you hand it over, you th- ain't that's getting on that you. Yeah. yeah. It's on you. Yeah. Like and you I have to had, be, you have to be a a, a conscious consumer. <laughs> I had a feeling he was gonna play me, and it's yeah. not today, baby. <laughs> you're not about to get my coins. And it's kind of hard too, because you can't never tell when you're doing something on Instagram. Like yeah. you're telling them your vision and what you mm-hmm. want, and you're just hoping that it's getting executed. Yeah. And you gotta send them the money, and they gotta send you the product. Yeah. And that's that. Creative services are very tough too, because you know what you want, and you know what you expect, but you're not a graphic designer, and mm-hmm. they are, but they don't. Right. That is right. hard. Right. I, I'm finding that that right. that has been a hard thing for me because I'm trying to explain what I want. And then when it comes back and it's not, not kind of what I envision, yeah. I have to like, you know, give my respectable notes of because right. I at the end of the day, I still am paying you. So right. I want my product to look how I want it to look. But that definitely is hard sometimes in translation. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so we're coming to the end of this episode and we usually do a segment called Talk That talk okay so i'm We've a step been talking that talk already we this, really this, have this been which is crazy yeah we really have been yes. so i'm gonna grab my phone for a second because i did put it on my phone okay um so we were going through this is kind of what we're learning like when we when we have a guest kind of vetting them going through their Instagram. Okay. Um, My Instagram is a mess, but okay. No, no, no. It's a, no, it's no, no, no. But that's no, you. It's, you're it's fine. you. It's you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a mess. So it's on brand. <laughs> so <laughs> we found something that we wanted to highlight, <laughs> something that you put on there. So it was a memory that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a post that you put up in 2012. You said Monday morning thoughts. 2012? <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Hold on. It was. I am not the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Yes. Everybody. I dug up some stuff. Okay. It, but it was 
so good. It, it was, was good, so though. Good. It was good. I don't know who that girl is. Let me hear it. Yes. Hear what she so you said, Monday morning thoughts. You're not offered opportunities unless you have experience, and you can't build experience mm. if there are no opportunities. Have to break the dichotomy by creating your own opportunity and developing your own experience in the meantime. Mm. And then at the bottom, you wrote, this concept always blew me. When you create your own lane, you get to experience as much as you want, as often as you want, without waiting for someone to tell you you're qualified. Don't get me wrong. It is difficult teaching yourself, paying for your mistakes, literally and figuratively. Mm. But I like my difficulties to be in my own hands. Shorty was talking. Talk that talk. Yes. Talk that talk, Shay. (laughs) So first of all, let me just, was that Facebook? No, this was on IG. Oh, you know what? Because I I copied it from from Facebook. So let me just give some background because I know when I'm talking to people, I feel like people have a perception of me that I feel like is a little bit off. I, there's people that I know in real life. Like one of my friends, I was like, yo, I haven't seen you in a while. Like come by my office, let's chill. And mm-hmm. she said like, I don't have my stuff together enough to come to your office. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all think this is, but um, <laughs> I'm a regular, like, like let's, let's, let's bring it back. So I think I had a different Facebook prior to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, we've known each other quite some time. Yeah. So, especially in the younger, like the 20, 21s, that's when I had my yeah. different Facebook, and I remember like I think it, I think I stopped that Facebook page because I was at the end of like my first long term relationship. I have never mm-hmm. I shouldn't say never because I'm about to tell you the time I did it, but I have pretty much never subbed anyone on the internet, and I can tell you the one time I subbed somebody's my my old <laughs> way way back in the day. Yeah, I had once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever, more forever. You got to live <laughs> with the fact that after I posted, I said, "Girl, ill, like delete this." Yeah, so, yeah. my resurgence on Facebook was 2010. And when I see those memories, I'm like, damn, like 2010 me, I was still in college. I was like, yeah. reading books. I was on my like, you know, power to the people. I was, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. on my soapbox every day. So I always had something to say, which is so funny now. It's like, girl, shut up. But a lot of it, it's like, wow, I really was like a little smart whippersnapper. That, yeah. that right there, I need to repost that again. That's yeah. just exactly how I feel. Like how I said about even working a job, someone telling me what I can do with my time mm-hmm. or me saying like, if I had to be a, a lower wage earner to be in control of my time, that's what I was saying. That's basically mm-hmm. what I was saying. Like I was at that point where I graduated college late. So I was, I graduated high school, 2006, 2010, everybody was graduating. I didn't, oh, I, I got I, that story too, baby girl. Yeah. And it's not that serious now. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Who, who the hell cares? But you know, right. you see everybody graduating And you're like, time. oh, dang, I'm yeah. not, I was, that was supposed to be me. Everybody's yeah. graduating. And yeah. you had this big plan in your head. When I went to yep. Temple University, I was yep. going to the undergrad social work program and I was going to go to the accelerated graduate program. So I was going to do five years at Temple. I was mm-hmm. only there for one semester. So at that point in my life, I was like, I'm behind. I don't have what it takes. Like it's, I'm yeah. not, I'm not matching up with everybody else. So by the time you hit 2012, when I finally did graduate, I wasn't getting the jobs. I, I wanted to, I'm heavy into like being resourceful in research. So I wanted to get mm-hmm. a job in research. I took a job where I was working for a big research company, but what I was doing was like collecting surveys outside of like Burger King. In oh, the wow. Now, granted, it's nothing wrong with it. It was for a like a health related service. Yeah. It had to do with my industry, but at that time, I think I was working three jobs. So I used to work overnight as a case manager till seven a.m. I had a job working at a community based program that was based in UConn, but I was working in a Hartford school. Mm-hmm. So we would have staff meetings at UConn at seven a.m. and I would have to be to the school by nine a.m. S- stores, UConn stores. Shish. So my shift ended at seven a.m. and I was supposed to be in stores at seven a.m. So you do the math on how I figured that out. Wow. Came wow. back to Hartford, worked at the school from nine to twelve, and stood outside the Burger Kings and the Wendy's taking calorie surveys starting at three p.m. 
So it's like, I felt like I'm busting my ass and yeah. I'm not, there was no, I wasn't getting anything out of it. Like I yeah. wasn't getting those research jobs that I felt that I was entitled to, even though I really wasn't because I was out of college for all of two seconds. Right. Um, so yeah, that just, that, that status just sounds like the catalyst of me knowing I'm not cut out to follow mm. that path because that path yeah. never made sense to me. Yeah. How could I ever grow at doing something if you don't give me a chance to try to do it? Right, right. Like, Cause I, it's like when you interview and it's like, girl, I know I could do this job. Like, right. Like, why are you, why are you asking all these questions? Right. Like, no, like, I know I can do this. Right. Right. But you can't say that in an interview. So yeah, I think that, that it kind of blows my mind to hear that because that's how I feel now. And I lost track of that. And I think that's how I fell into burnout and like being depressed mm-hmm. and ultimately leaving a job that I actually did like, but it's just, it doesn't match with who I am inside. I'm good at it. Yeah. I enjoy it on a daily basis, but there's a, there's something in my soul that's not, it doesn't let me doesn't let somebody tell me I can't have a day off or yeah. the system that, or even just not just having days off, but like the system that you guys use to do this job. Mm-hmm. I don't think it makes much sense and it's not beneficial to the people we're working for. So let's try something different, but I can't say that cause I'm not management. Right. So all of that clashed and led me back into people think people may think that I left my career to be an entrepreneur. I le- I was freaking depressed. I got to the point where my supervisor called me one day. <laughs> she said, where are you? I said, I'm at home. She said, you're not coming today? I said, no, I'm at home. What were you going to call and tell me that? And mind you, I love my, to this day, I love you, girl. <laughs> love my supervisor, but no, I, I won't be there. And I had got to the point where now it's like I'm disrespecting their time. Uh, because okay. I literally can't, I am sitting here in the dark, depressed. I can't yeah, do it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like I was fighting myself. So it's just funny to hear that status read out loud because that is such an eloquent way to explain how I feel about life right now. Like, yeah. I, when people come to me for advice, and I always use like the silly term fake it till you make it, but I don't mean like, you know, show off and, and present like you're some type of person yeah. you're not. But you literally have to, okay, let's say for instance, your goal is I want my bracelets to be, or my I'm gonna make specialty beads, I want them in Michaels. You can say that all day, every day. Take your behind up to Michaels. Put your bracelets on the rack. Take some pictures with it on the rack. Style it up. Send them a full proposal mm. with numbers and information. You have to show people something. They, right, nobody cares right. about your ideas. Right, you have to right. show something concrete. So right. the sooner you get out and start just making that experience, a lot of the things that we do for a glow, we do all these events and people ask about them. We started doing those events because those are the events that we want to go to. And mm. we look for sponsors. A lot of people won't sponsor wow. us and they won't help us because we don't have, we're not Coachella and we don't have all these metrics to show what we have done, but I know what I can do. So I right, literally just have right. to start doing it. Right, right, you have right. to have some form of receipts. I was just talking to one of my friends. I do like consultations here and there and she wants to start working with brands mm-hmm. and there's a website that will, you know, they'll send you products and you review it. You put right. it on your page. It's not paid, but you're doing it. I told her, now nah, you can pull on your resume. I have worked with these big brands. These big, yeah. They're not going to go yeah. call the brand up and say, how much did you pay that girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know you ain't pay- no, yeah. you, you literally <laughs> work with them. Like, who, right. who's going to tell you otherwise? Right, so right. you just have to step out and st- just put yourself in a position to create your own opportunities because nobody is handing you no- Any, nobody's handing anything. Anything. Yeah. So anything. hearing that status is crazy. Like, I, I really was preaching. I was on, I was on like a life my life was changing at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Shay was talking that talk. No, talk that talk. <laughs> but those are like, those are like the best. And that's why I say you really have to have like tough skin to mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur you because do. you're going to go through those, those dark times. Like mm-hmm. you're going to go through those periods of like, so we talk about all the time, the basis of everything. You have to know yourself. Oh, self-awareness is absolutely. That I is, talk about this all the yeah, time. Yeah. I that is the first thing. I can tell when people thing. lack self-awareness 
And I hate to like shut. I'm, I, you know, everybody's like, I'm protective of my peace and this and that. I wouldn't say I'm super protective of my peace, but a lot of situations that people complain to me about, it's like, oh, wow, I've never, I wouldn't even be in that situation because mm. I wouldn't have been around that person. Yeah. I can, if someone lacks self-awareness, to me, that leads to so many different problems. They lack confidence. And they're, then that's going to become sure my them. issue. It becomes yeah. my yeah. So I just yeah. don't surround myself. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that you need to be perfect. I don't know why, like I said, but people who look at my Instagram, oh, your office is pink and it has flowers. It's so pretty and it's always put together. Like, girl, it's a mess in here. I really be working. Like, <laughs> just come through and, and chill. But anyways, yeah. it's like, you don't have you don't have to be perfect. I'd rather, uh, like, a jerky, straightforward person that knows that that's who they are. And they yeah. stand on what they say and how they feel. Yeah. There's someone who's trying to present What you see as, is what you get. If yeah. you're agreeing with everything I'm saying, something not right. Like, right, right. You don't know yourself. I don't, I can't, I can't do followers because it just always leads to something Yes, people. Bad. I had this, like, word yes, on my- Yes, men. Yes, men. Mm-hmm. I had this word on my chest about- People, it's like confidence. Well, another thing that you need in business is confidence. Mm-hmm. You can have all the skill in the world and you could know how to do things technically, but that confidence will kill you every time. The people that focus on, oh, my friends and family are not supporting me. Are they the customer? Right. Well, let's go back to dog walking. You want to be a dog walker and you want everybody to support your, your parents and family don't even have no dogs. Right. It's like you're talking to the wrong people. <laughs> and then... You in the wrong arena, so baby. Now, talk that talk, Jay. So now... Okay, now I'm feeling this type of way because... My 10 cousins is not supporting my dog yeah. walking business. So yeah. that, what does that do? That makes me feel like my dog walking business it's is not whack. valid. It's right. not valid. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be a dog walker no more. Whole Validate time, yourself. It was 20 uh, uh, stay-at-home moms in the town. Up in Avon. Up in Avon that yeah. needed some dog walkers. And you yeah. were talking to your cousins. Like, it's just like, Talking to now. the wrong people. <laughs> so it's like self-awareness, right. confidence. Like, you need that cocktail. And it's hard I know that I talk about confidence very willy-nilly because I have it naturally. Yeah. I understand that some people don't have it naturally, but girl, you better figure it out. No, for real. No, for real. You better no, get up real. in the mirror and tell yeah. that person something. Talk that talk. Okay. Nobody, nobody can give that to you. And if, if confidence right. is your barrier and you're so stuck on waiting for other people to validate. I remember we first started doing the fire, the firewalls, the flower walls. My boyfriend was like, how long are people going to want those at their parties? Like, Listen. It, it's, and now, now, I could have took that offensively. Like, yeah. you don't believe in my dream. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, well, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> right, first of all, you're a man. I'm about to go sell my flower walls. Like, <laughs> right. Is like, and as it unfolded, he's like, oh, wow, I see what you were saying. Everybody is not, it's not their job to see your vision. Yeah, right. Now, of course, I don't want to negate the importance of support and having people around you. But let's say, if I told you right now, you're getting ready to start on a journey to, like, you know, bring something to life. And nobody that you know is going to buy a bracelet from you. Are you going to not do it? Do you know all the people in the world? There's like right. 6 million people in the world. Like, are your 40 people right. that you know really the, right. the right. answer of why you wouldn't do it? So it's like, get over, let that part go. Yeah. Right. Your family and friends is not a marketing plan. Right. So I struggled with that. Um, just let, let me backtrack a little bit. I struggled with that when I first became an aunt, the arch. Uh, Excuse entrepreneur. me. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Entre- Pause. Entrepreneur. Um, I'm like, because you know, people are saying like, I'm going to support you. Yeah. I'm going to do this. It'd be your close friends. Mm-hmm. It'd be your family. And mm-hmm. then when you do it, you're like crickets. Yeah, like right, what is going right, on? Right. And I struggle with that for a hot second. And that will definitely create fear. Mm-hmm. And I remember speaking with this lady who helped me with the process. And she said like, yeah, your supporters are going to be strangers. Mm-hmm. And I literally, from that day, I kid you not, a year ago, from that day, I took that and I've been cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't look for, no shade, no disrespect, no nothing. Yep. I don't look for family. Mm-hmm. Not even friends. Not even friends. Because that's to like, do anything. It's also yeah. language. So, right. uh, so let me ask, for people that are struggling with this, would you prefer supporters or patrons? 
patrons. You would prefer patrons. Yeah. So you need to be talking to the, pa- the patrons right, the right, people with the money. Right, right, right. Support right, is right, awesome. It's right. great. It keeps you going. But let's say the package comes with absolutely no support from any of the people you know. They're not going to repost anything that you post. Mm-hmm. They're not going to show up to your pop-up. They're going to be completely inactive. Would you, do you want a whole bunch of people reposting your stuff or a whole bunch of people buying it? Talk yeah. to the people that's going to buy it. Yeah. Right. Like, you need, we need a, I, I don't know why we're so hyper-focused on support from family and friends. Like, I, so for me, like, I love to connect with strangers. Not that I don't love to connect with the family who, do, and shout out to the family that do support mm-hmm. me, but I love to connect with strangers. It's like a different type of appreciation that yeah. they mm-hmm. have for your because gift, for your craft. Yeah. Right. And it's like, they're so intrigued with mm-hmm. it and they keep coming back. Like I love, like I love to service those type of people. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. And, I was talking with somebody about a family member about like just you know the lack of support with family and kind of just mm-hmm. saying like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we so I know for me I do what I do because I have a passion for it. I love it. I enjoy it, right? right. And even when it comes to like the podcast stuff and like mm-hmm. sharing certain stories and being transparent, like even for the podcast stuff, like it's healing for me. Yeah. Like yeah. It, for you too, right? Like Absolutely. it's like people don't know the struggle behind Mm -hmm. what the person is doing like you can see like yeah they're doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and like whatever yeah not knowing that it's it's a story behind it like also a lot of people won't tell that story so the way that you the way that you approach the world is with your view of yourself you know that you struggle you know that you have hardship Mm -hmm. so you are like i said i'm getting out of i finally made it out of college y'all give me some jobs i know what i went through to get there the person on the other side of that table they don't they i haven't told them any of that right yeah so at least if you are looking to like harp up on your support it has to be story based, and and, mm-hmm. and that's something that they tell you. I was in just money. about to say People that. That's what I say that. A product, they're, they're buying, buying a story. Yep. They're yes. buying a feeling. So yep. I literally is, say that. If you yeah. want to focus on that, which it, it's nothing wrong with focusing on that. If you want to focus on that, you have to tell your story more. And most people don't feel comfortable do, comfortable doing. It's that. like, hey, buy this. Buy it. Why? Yeah. Why? why? For what? Because yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> why? Right. We're not. We just we just pop out and we're so excited and we're right. you know come support this and come do this. And people and that's the thing too with the entrepreneurs that lack the customer service mm-hmm. buy this and it's like sis mm-hmm. <laughs> or you supposed to or your money or whatever and it's like no it starts out with hey love <laughs> look, look, oh you silly to me <laughs> and you was mean as I've been in high school <laughs> don't hate love me I am not your love it's right. also frequency too so right. like me like I said I don't have a formal formal marketing plan but I know when you like read things about branding and marketing they say I think it's the rule of seven mm-hmm. someone has to hear about something seven times to like yeah. take action on it mm-hmm. so I know like with me with my business Instagram if I have a new product I, there's, I have certain products I have either never posted about them or posted them one time that makes absolutely no sense that's why it's still sitting on the, mm-hmm. on the shelf and it's collecting dust you haven't told anybody we, we know it from our perspective like we know okay when they get to my website is there but i haven't done anything to remind them right now there's a there's a spectrum there are marketers mm-hmm. who they go hard they in your inbox they yeah to yeah you every day. they're yeah. all sending mad emails i think you can find a balance of what works for your community but you have to be willing to tell people like you have to tell people about what you, you have, have to on. put in that work about it frequently. like yeah. for yeah. real so, so i'm even learning that, that. <laughs> yeah that's something that i struggle with mm-hmm. and you always reminded me so she's always like um you know, you could say more stuff about your book. Like, you girl, can I, po- mean, I think I 
I said that to you the other day. Like, are you gonna post your book? As soon as I see somebody like, actually, I never. That's crazy. I never sent the girl the book. I got her address and everything. I'm like, you should read my god sister's book. Like, she was kind of talking about some childhood traumas and just things that still show up now. And I said. There's so many people who have a story and I hate to be that person that's like infringing on your personal story. But I was like, you really should write a book because I could tell that you want to yeah. talk about this. And she was like, I don't really feel comfortable yet. And I was like, well, my god sister just wrote one. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very telling of her. Like, it's very vulnerable. So yeah. maybe reading that from someone who we all come from the same area and we're like similar age, it will just inspire you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yep. if you don't put it into a book today, at least start writing it down. So, yeah. when, you write, so yeah. when you get that courage, it's already there. You don't yeah. have to right. go back and think about it. I think a part of it is because I didn't do it for profit i didn't yeah. do it for money yeah i did it number one because i, I read that thing in 24 hours <laughs> wait she told you told yes, me right yes, right yes, you know right it's crazy it was such a great read it, for real it was just so well done and i, I think right I, of course i, I told you that. that at the time but for me i know that i have certain stories that i'm i, I saw something that said Tell people about your scars, not your wounds. So if you're, mm, if you're yeah. actively in yeah. something, don't you're, speak it might about not be yeah, the best yeah, time yeah, yeah, to yeah. Right. It's not gonna come out right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, it's, every once in a while, I'll start getting into like a little something, something. People are like you should tell this story. It may like it may help other people. I'm still trying to help myself, baby girl. I can't help nobody right yeah. now. Yeah. When I yeah. get to that point, maybe one day. But just right. how well you put it together really just gave like. 99.9% of people feel that what they're going through is is specific to them. Yeah. When there's someone out there that's experienced the same thing. The and I don't think that thing. people have yep. to tell their stories, but so it's like when you do, it's so appreciated. Yeah. Because it's like when we, and not to spoil the book for anybody, but as far as I'm concerned, I've known this girl all my life. She's confident. What she wants, she goes after. I'm reading stuff in the book like, I don't, this ain't the person I know. <laughs> Who is this? Like, not, I didn't know not that. Not herself. Really? Like, right. That, I, that's not the person that right. I knew. So yeah. it's like yeah. what we experience internally and in our, like, vulnerabilities. Yeah. It's we think that nobody can relate, but there's right. there's people out there that may be able to. So if you get to that point where you can tell that story, then it's definitely appreciated because right. I read that book in 24 hours and I haven't, I hate to say it, but I haven't even read in so long because I just, I'm so busy. It, it made me want to start reading again. Yeah. When I first, when I opened it, I said, okay, I'm just going to read, like, the first chapter and then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read, like, a chapter a week. That's yeah. what I thought. I was on the couch all <laughs> night reference it with like real life experiences and know mm-hmm. okay I can put this with this time and know that you know someone like and we have we most people we have them on a pedestal they're strong they don't need help they, yeah. they got it it's yeah. like man you could have like could I have been of more support but then there's times like that in my life it's like you, if you don't ask me I'm not about to tell you what's going on so yeah. you wouldn't know yeah that you would have that. no idea yeah. unfortunately so right. yeah I literally did it because number one I needed to get it out it was like everything was so mm-hmm. embedded Heavy. in me. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, if I don't get this out, like, I really may end up in jail for murder. <laughs> like, I have to get this out. And yeah. then once I was able to get it out and then I'm realizing, like, I was getting my healing through mm-hmm. writing. Oh, my God. It took me so long because I was crying so much writing that yeah, dog. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my gosh. So I then. Bet. Once I got to a place of like I'm healed, not complete healing, yeah. but I'm like I'm You're on my way there. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my way there. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, like I just want to get this to people because I know mm-hmm. there are other people that go through stuff like this. I literally think that 
reading it, it made me want to, because I thought a lot of stuff is not proactive when it comes to the, the challenges that people are going to face. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't hear about it till after, um, not to like trigger anybody, but just traumas that people face, especially as children. Mm-hmm. It usually doesn't come out to adulthood. Yeah. Reading your book, I literally true. was like, this is something that should be like 12 through 15 year old girls. This should be like required reading all the way in high school so that you yeah. can read that before you I, I, me as a 35 year old woman like yeah I went through that too it yeah yeah yeah, now. yeah like, right. not to read, but right, like, right. I, can't, I can't really it's not right. it's not as impactful to me as it would be to a 12 year old right. who's right. experiencing life changes and you know we don't we at 12 through 16 we're not listening to what the adults got to say right hopefully you have like an older cousin a bigger sister that can like school you to things but just yeah. having that having that like memoir of from you being a baby all the way up into being a, you know, a married woman and going mm-hmm. through everything that you went through, it, it needs to be given to youth. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I know right. it's topics that people don't want to talk to children about, but like my career before I left my career, I worked in public health and mm-hmm. I um, worked with sexually transmitted diseases. We did a lot of screenings at high schools. I would mm-hmm. have to inform a lot of, youth about their status mm-hmm. and based on the laws like if you're 15 i could just talk to you so i'm if i'm talking without to the a, parent yeah if i'm talking to a 15 year old and i have to come to the home the parent is like we go to church every sunday i'm like girl what they got to do with monday through saturday right. Monday. <laughs> right. Right. Your child has an std right and right the reason why, right not the reason why they have it but they're uncomfortable speaking to you about it yeah they're yeah. going to be doing it let's when i used to go to those screenings and I used to hear the information that the kids was giving to the other kids. I literally it, just wanted to pull it make my you hair cringe. Off. Oh my! Like y'all don't do not know what you're talking about. Not a thing. And not a thing. If the parents are not telling them, they're getting it from their friends. Right. So it's right. like you're trying to find that balance of not being like inappropriate with your kids. I know there's all this like talk about um, Zaya, Zoya Wade, Zoya and Wade's, yeah. and Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. with the child and the child having a post with them kids. Somebody yeah. in the comments like, "Yo, it's kissing too." If it's not granted. You wasn't posting no Instagram. You was hiding from your parents. Right, but right. You didn't even have no yeah. phone, really. <laughs> right. First of all, I always <laughs> had barely. my in a way because barely. I was just on the phone with yeah, some nasty little boys. So my reading, phone was always taken away. Reading your story was just like, yeah, this, this is something that needs to be given to the youth because it's not as impactful at 30 as it was yeah, then. Yeah, right, and that right. was that was like one of my main focuses when I was thinking of um, the target population. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Yes, older women can can kind of glean from it and maybe yeah, get a little relate. better. Yeah, but my purpose is to so one of my goals for the book and I really need to like yes, <laughs> I will like, you know, start to get it back <laughs> out there, but one of my main goals for it is to get it into the school. Now, I feel like my only barrier with getting it into school is because there's the piece of my spirituality in there. And you know schools, they back up off that. Oh, my God, don't talk about God in school. Don't talk about God in school. You talk about everything else in school. So why can't we talk about God? Talk about it. Yeah, so (laughs) that's one of my goals to get it in there is because once you, if you're reading it at 30-something, it's kind of too... Too late. late. Like, I want the young girls to get them in there. Yeah, to, to, to read what I went through to... Some kind of hope. Because, yes, they are going to do what they, they want to do. Because mm-hmm. I did what I wanted to do, no matter mm-hmm. what nobody said. Um, but that's the main purpose, is to is to save some of these young women. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that the story is just, if y'all haven't got the book yet, 
Oh, please, thanks. please read it. Share with somebody. Give. To, I'm gonna send it to the person I told six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, girl. My bad. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Like, oh, thank you. That was that. That was big. And I, for me, it's like that kind of like reignited in me that I have a story that I want to tell, but I don't feel comfortable telling it. And it's mm-hmm. not. Mm. It's not. It doesn't always have to be like super traumatic, dramatic. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Like, you know, I said in the right. be- in the beginning of the show. I don't know my biological father, so mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all watched the new Bel Air. Well, Bel Air, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it got to that final episode, like that final episode, messed me up because I feel like when people, every situation, it's like always a competition of whose trauma is worse, but that it shouldn't be. Yeah, that case. I don't understand that. Yeah, that so kills for my me. particular thing, that's my thing. But yeah, I don't think that the average person, like most people that I talk to, they may have had even like a parent pass away, and it's mm-hmm. there's just it's two different things. Right. right. So it right. feels like oh, it's not a big deal. You grew up, you had a good life, you made something of yourself. But yeah, there's something that I'm missing that other people have. Right. And I, right. As, at the way that it impacted me as a child. It may, I had to come to my, a lot of my own conclusions, which mm-hmm. is not good for a child. Right. Because right. I know when my son thinks I'm doing something that's against him, I'm like, oh, no. Like, no. I'm team you. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, don't ever right. think I'm doing anything that's against you. It may be something for your safety, but it's not against you. So yeah. that, that has, like, really shaped the way that I speak to my son. And it shaped, mm. he, he's kind of got a smart mouth, but he's allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. He's allowed right. to ask questions. And yeah. I see a lot of, like, a lot of, like, I don't know if you guys watched the show um, Little Fires Everywhere that had a that oh, was sure great that, that, that was tri- great that, that had a similar theme where um, if you haven't seen it it's a book but it turned into a show right but Carrie Washington is a mother to a teenage daughter and they like move around frequently the daughter doesn't know why it has to do with a lot with the daughter's birth story mm-hmm. but it's like yo just tell her she's 15 that's what I kept saying like, and thinking to myself why you can't just tell your daughter yeah, so like, I, think, I think adults don't give kids enough credit mm-hmm. right, obviously there's right. things that's like age appropriate and you want to approach it a certain way but right. life is happening to ki- I feel like having I, I wasn't like a very young mom I had my son what 20 uh, 26 or 27 mm-hmm. but I still feel a little bit connected to youth where I can understand like right. let me approach it like this because what whether I decide to talk to him about it or not he's going to experience it in the world right. so I, I want you to always like, tell him he some, some certain things you know kids don't want to tell you because they think they're going to mm-hmm. get in trouble mm-hmm. if it comes with a consequence it just does but you need to tell me because I need to be I in the loop with you tell my kids the same thing I cannot help you if I'm out the loop if you yeah. scared to tell me something because yeah. you don't want to be in trouble I don't know we got to get rid of that from now because right, I never right, want right. to be out the loop with you right it, now don't go robbing banks but if you're robbing banks let mama know like I need right. a, I don't want to be shocked to surprise right right right, 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 right. In the loop. so yeah I think seeing those two particular shows really like triggered me to how that though you know that lack for me personally impacted mm-hmm. me and it's not a huge I know there's people that go through much crazier challenges there's a lot of terrible things that happen to people especially children so yeah. it's like for me one thing that I struggle with even when I was in therapy it's like I don't feel comfortable saying that story because mm. I don't feel like it's enough of a trauma mm. but it, it impacts me on a daily basis yeah. like, there's a reason why I'm so busy and I'm so into everything I'm trying to avoid yeah things. so yeah like, yeah right. that you're you being able to tell your story so vulnerably definitely was like inspirational for sure I appreciate right. that. said all that to say that so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was it was definitely a journey and I completely feel what you're saying about the kids like I some people may think that I tell my kids too much, mm-hmm. but so I have a saying that, um, and my kids' father say the same thing that we're our kids are watching us grow up. Mm-hmm. We're growing up together. So when we were going through the divorce, we had like these in depth conversations, mm-hmm. and because Joy is so intellectually 
high, <laughs> if you will, um, she had like these deep questions of like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. How come you can't be married anymore? Mm-hmm. But you said you love each other. So, and some people may think like I told her too much, but it's either I'm going to tell her now um, or she'll just come to me when she's older and she'll mm-hmm. ask me when she's older. I think times are definitely different now. Absolutely. Um, I do not have children. However, if I did, I would definitely want my kid, kids, whatever, to come to me for kids. any and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh, sis. No, stop, yeah. mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely want them to come to me um, for, any, for any and everything. Um, and I think we just, you know, just got to be mindful of the times that we're in. Mm-hmm. They're exposed to so much so already, much. right? So it's just kind of like, crap out of me. right? So it's just kind of like, get out of that old way yeah. of thinking. Yeah. And I think what it really boils down to as well is like thinking about our parents. So the generation before mm-hmm. us, they're used to maneuvering a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Some parents can say, okay, well, I'm not going to tell my kid this because I'm trying to protect them. Right. They could say, oh, well, I'm not going to tell my kid this because first of all, it's hurtful to them. Mm-hmm. So they're just they not going to. Exactly. Yeah. So I. Shame too, so. Right. So it's that generational curse. Yeah. That follows so i think it's great that you guys talk to your kids and Mm -hmm. you know give them that space to be expressive and to tell them what's going on because they exposed to a lot anyway. they are and a lot of people think that my kids are too opinionated and that they talk too much or but somebody said something about (laughs) i asked joy to do something and she said why and i explained to her why Mm -hmm. and somebody was like she don't have to explain nothing to you. First of all, don't talk to my kid like mm-hmm. that. Um, I, I do myself doing the because I said because I because said I so, said so like one time, and I was like, "That's dumb." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I when, think when that's they how like to, they need to right. understand. So I approach the children like they're children. Of course, you want them to have a certain level of respect. But if I teach my son. That someone tells you to do something and you just do it because they said so. That that doesn't just. I can't say only do that for me though. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Nor, I don't like I said. Self awareness is key, and I can't really do followers. I don't want my child to be a follower. Right. I want you to understand why you're doing. I'm telling you right. to sit down for your safety because if you do it again, your <laughs> neck will bust your head open. It's gonna be an injury. So me yeah. explaining that is more impactful than saying because I said so. And and I think we have to educate. Um, people on that mm-hmm. so even the people that we have around and they may have i don't have no kids so i don't know how how it feels but you know if we're doing if we're if you guys are parenting your kids mm-hmm. and people are around and they have opinions about or what have you you can educate them mm-hmm. well you know we was raised to not ask why yeah however for my child they need to know why because of a b c and d they're human yeah. just like us yeah. they need to know things they're smart what have mm-hmm. you however you want to explain yeah. it or whatever but we're so stuck in that. Yeah. It's so ironic that people don't talk to kids that way because they want children to respect them, but you're not affording the child any respect. Yeah. Right. Like, I, don't right. Want, yeah. I don't want my child to be and, in airhead. And I now, want them to have an right. understanding. And now that I'm thinking about it, um, that creates, I don't want to say lack of confidence or self-esteem, it it but it does. could be. It yeah. Okay, so... If you're you're basically teaching your child to shut up, yeah, pretty just, much. Just so line. that's how I'm pretty looking much. at. It. So, so okay, if I teach you to stay in line, that's how you're gonna present in the world, right? Oh, oh, they said I'm supposed to go to school and have a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Okay, that's what they took because they said so. Let me mm-hmm. just go ahead and do because it because they even, said yeah, so. And right, even on a deeper level, 
Um, and I make sure that I have open conversations because this world is crazy and people are crazy. I will not teach my kids to be silent. Yeah, no. Because if somebody does something to you, I don't ever want them to think that I just have to take what somebody did something mm-hmm. to me and I don't say something. Absolutely. Right, right. Hell, ham sandwich, no. <laughs> One of my sayings is, and I say it a lot, like when I'm putting like a hashtag and I have a picture of like my kids, I do not play when it comes to my kids. Mm-hmm. You talking about a mama bear? I don't play games at all. Mm-hmm. I, I I just don't like I I don't so I don't teach my kids to be silent when they ask questions. I answer their questions because they're not asking to be smart yeah. or be fresh or rude. They literally want to know. They're mm-hmm. asking because like. I was like, well, why? I'm in the middle of learning something. Yeah, so people make really it make sense. like kids know what's going on. Right, right, you, right. They don't know oh, what's going on. Oh, it kills me. It kills me when like people like, be like, it's like, dang, y'all ain't have no psychology she classes? No, up. she know what she doing. What? No, they know. You have to teach. <laughs> Duh. Oh, like, yeah. That's it, a whole other topic. Right. It, it definitely is. Definitely is. But this has been... Such an amazing conversation today. We this was so, so great. Happy. Yes, I feel like I just like went to a therapy session. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you know that. Um, I always see it on Instagram. That reel, and it's like too good to be like a video of two girls, and they be doing something stupid in a video, and they be like, "I don't need a best. Fr- I don't need the therapist. My best friend is my therapist." Like that's literally. <laughs> like, but then it's person. No, you both need therapy. Right. Right. right, right, right. right. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, this Conver- is that's definitely because conversations, yeah. hearing mm-hmm. differing opinions and differing perspectives. This is why I say this is healing for yeah. me as well. Like it, yeah. it's so great. Yeah, so great. We appreciate you so much coming on to the show today. Absolutely. Just tell our listeners how they can follow you on IG, how they can get to your products. Okay, so let me give y'all the full rundown. I have my personal brand's IG page, which is She's Basically, S-H-E-S, Basically. Um, what you can expect there is n- there's no rhyme or reason. I'm, I'm at the point, I don't care what Instagram got going on, I'm going to post whatever I want. <laughs> One day I'll be posting some food, next day is, I don't know, I'd post a whole bunch of different stuff. So if you like mm-hmm. that, come follow me. And I'm also under the same name on YouTube, which is a page that I'm trying to grow. So definitely follow me on YouTube. YouTube is more like vlogs and entrepreneurship-based stuff, but also girly stuff because, you know, I like girly stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for my businesses, there's a glow event styling. If you're looking to rent flower walls, we're kind of like changing our structure for sure. So a lot of changes with that, but a glowxo.com is the website. And then my business paper standards, I don't know if I even said this earlier, but it's a stationary focused business. So I have like notebooks, notepads, um, things to plan and get organized, but it actually looks nice. So it actually encourages you. No, to it's use fancy. It. Yeah, it's, it's fancy. I heard it's crocodile. <laughs> That's what I said. So listen, baby, this is yes. not your typical like mm-hmm. planet, honey. This is croc. Yeah, so it's not like it's not it's not the little flip books that you can right, see. Right, 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 real, real cute. So that you can find um everywhere at paper standards. Um, I just got my. Trademark approved, so I'm so excited to have yes. you. Yes. Thank you so much. I actually won a contest in 2020, and so it finally got finished. The person who was throwing the contest paid for the services, so shout out to her. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me on everything, and um, I don't bite. Um, yeah, don't be scared. You can, but don't be afraid of the unorthodox motivation. Yeah. But like I said, I only really activate it when people when people inquire. If you press the button, that's the response. <laughs> right, right, right. If you don't say nothing to me, I won't say nothing to you. I'll stay out your business. But yeah. if you start yeah. asking me stuff, then I'm gonna say how I want to say it. But yeah. yeah, um, as far as like business and questions and things like that, like casual questions, I take all the time. Of course, I do try just for my mental health to 
you know, separate if it's going to be like more intense. I do mm-hmm. one-on-ones and that's something that you can find in my Instagram bio. Definitely not a guru, not trying to be a business coach, not trying to sell nobody on nothing. But if you want to get information that I have and it's very detailed, mm-hmm. it's best to just set up an appointment and we could go over whatever you want to go over. But other than that, I just want to thank you ladies. This was very, this was very fun. Like, of course I was going to do this podcast either way because it's Dre and she asked me to like, <laughs> what time are you going to be there? But I really just enjoyed the different topics that you guys had prepared and how it kind of like veered off into the children's side. And yeah. um, definitely wishing you guys lots of success with this show because it sounds like it's something that people will be able to take value from every yeah. episode. So yeah. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you for being here. We yes. Really do. Yes. So there you have it. The beautiful Miss Shaylin. We'll catch y'all next time. Thank you.